Good afternoon, everybody. Yo, 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 yo. Welcome in to the show. Hi. Hello. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome in. Good Sunday afternoon to you. My name is Ultimate DJs. I'd like to welcome you in to the show here. This is Talking Trek Live. We are Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. And, uh, whoo, gosh, Mike is hot today. Whoops, sorry. Sorry, the mic was hot. My audio feels a little imbalanced. Uh, we'll get it fixed. It's all good. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome into the show. Who is here to uh, get your learn on today? We got stuff to teach you about today. We're going to teach you how to plasma mine because you know what? There are a few intricacies here, and we're going to tell you all about it. Some people think it's broken. As a matter of fact, even I did. Even I thought it was broken. It is indeed not. And I'm going to tell you how it's working today and uh, the mechanics surrounding plasma clouds and your harvesters and all this other stuff with the Alliance Starbase. <clears throat> Voice is barely holding up. It is getting better. So we're going to hope that uh, that we can push through here today as well. I would like to uh, invite all you guys. Who's here for Talking Trek Server Sound Off? You guys go ahead and hit it in the chat. And uh, let's see who's here to hang out today. Lots of people in the chat. Appreciate it. Noon Whistle, Server 29 says, Gold Bears, Doll Bears. Welcome. Dirty Bird Bill, Server 15. Dr. Juby on server 60. Thank you. Hunter on 28. Dark Medicine 140. Dekix on some European server somewhere. Yo, Dekix. You're 49 now? Dude, that's insane. Dekix is a free-to-play op 49. That's mind-blowing. We're going to have to talk to him, Ripper. We're going to have to talk to him soon. What's up, Jay Burke? Server 32. Rotifer on server 17. Andar 163. Beat for the gods. On server 17, Deuces Wild on 17 as well. Bulbasaur, 195. Jerry Ryan, 146. Shintari on server 32. King Kirky on 181. Earl Gray on server 34. Gobbles on 36. Fire Force on 26. JT Bob, 156. Steven Zarin on 136. Silverhawk on server 49. Omicron on 8. Surtail on 36. Dale Big on 34. Holodeck joining us on 43. Kievo uh, on 200. Divine on 164. Ice Brain on 139. Al Bill on 38. And 170 additional messages in our Talking Trek server sound off. Thank you guys so very, very much. Appreciate you guys. Ripper, 386 people in our live studio audience today, and I would like to welcome each and every single one of you. Good Sunday to you, Animorph. Hello, Bumpkus on 32. How are you guys today? Stevens Aaron, welcome from New Zealand. How are you today? Welcome into the show. I am doing good. Uh, although it's not the weekend anymore for you. You are, you're doing, you're doing tires today, aren't you? Yeah. Um, no, it's fine. I've got to take day off today. Yay, days <laughs> off for fun. Yeah! All right. Yeah! Yay for days off. <laughs> Yay for days off. Appreciate that. Uh, thank you very much for being here. Captain Mark here in the United States. What's up with you, Mark? Mark, who likes dogs? <laughs> Yuck. Oh, stop. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, listen, when you just come out, like, you know, just like throw that in my face, it's, you know, somewhat insulting. Hey, you know what? I am what I am. I'm not going to apologize. <laughs> That's right. Just just do it. There you go. Um, And Ripper. I'm uh, living my truth. <laughs> there you go. And Ripper. Uh, joining us from Germany today, Rip. How are you, my friend? Welcome into the show. 
Ripper may still be uh, not yet paying attention. This is his pizza preparation time because it's time for stupid news. So uh, we'll do that. <clears throat> we'll do that very quickly. Listen, before I do, before I do get into the stupid news, uh, I would like to just very quickly. I know that we had made some comments uh, the other day on our Twitch. We were actually live on the day of the passing of uh, of the Queen, and uh, I know a lot of you guys feel that. Uh, very intensely. And I was actually discussing that with my wife. Actually, crazy enough, earlier today, we were having a conversation about it, just how the international uh, piece of our show is is eye-opening, right? Like, that's not something that my yeah. wife felt was, you know, real big news to her. Like, she wasn't moved by it. And and I said, you know, it's not necessarily that, that I was super moved uh, by her passing either, but I am moved by seeing you guys moved about it. Um, and so I do uh, want to take this opportunity here on the recorded podcast to send my condolences to that region of the world and to those of you who are emotionally uh, compromised, uh, I believe is the right way to put it, um, by the, uh, the passing of your queen this past week. Our hearts and minds are with you uh, in this time of transition. Moreover, uh, Mark, here in the United States here today is also a pretty solemn day for for a lot of us uh, here it is September 11th and so again a day that oh, is yeah. uh, wow. a, a day that <clears throat> carries a great deal of uh, of emotion with it uh, here what 20 21 years later so yes. um, just a lot in uh, in our world this past week for us to take a second and kind of step back and just be grateful and and, uh, and love the ones that we're with and kind of realize that there has been tragedy in our world, both current and in past and, and in our history and uh, days like today or days like earlier this week um, over in Europe uh, just kind of you know, makes you uh, makes you take pause for just a moment and, and kind of look at things just a little bit differently. So for those here in the United States uh, who are emotionally compromised uh, by the events of September 11th, then know that I too share um, share your emotion with the weight of this day. Um, God bless all of the survivors and God bless those who did not survive and those who. Um, served and gave their life uh, during that emergency or during that tragedy and, and those lives that were lost and those lives that were lost in the aftermath of that, be it in search and rescue, be it in military operations, be it in um, uh, anti-terrorism, whatever it is, uh, it changed the world. And uh, for those souls uh, that were impacted in some way on that day, then I also say thank you to them. Um, that said, uh, don't want to make the, the entire show uh, kind of a somber thing. We have a lot to talk about today. As a matter of fact, during our fluffer time, Ripper and I shared uh, loud and vicious words. So mean and harsh. He was so mean to me. He called me an idiot. Um, like, like, he was, like he would be talking to game design, he was talking to me <laughs> during our fluffer time. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about that. Boxer says, well, truth hurts. Yes, I know. Um, 
and uh, we'll we'll talk a little bit about that today and what he's talking. You know what? This is a good conversation, Ripper, because Bubba has not yet weighed in on what we're going to discuss today. So we'll get an objective third party opinion and see what actually uh, what he thinks about it. <clears throat> and uh, and I will apologize again that um, I am still struggling with this this voice thing. It's getting better, but but still struggling with that. So. Uh, oh you guys gosh, bear with me. Lie. Yeah, the, the allergies. And, of course, I actually told you. So I ended up I, – I had strep throat. Then I got a sinus infection on top of that. So I'm on antibiotics and all this stuff. And, and you know, I'm, I'm feeling much better. But the voice still is not – is still not strong. So uh, we will do our best to push through today uh, and, uh, and get you guys the information because I do have teaching today. Information that, that truthfully, honest to God – Probably only a handful of people in this room actually know we're going to talk to you about Alliance Starbases today and plasma mining and your harvesters and the Scopely tax and all this. We're going to talk about it today um, immediately on the other side of our stupid news. Ripper, welcome to the show. Stupid Time for your news. No. Let's give you your news. Time for the news. Bubba Joe's just in time. News. Yeah. Welcome in, Bubba Joe. Good Sunday afternoon to you. Oh, no. Oh, no. Bubba Joe, are you on your phone again? Listen, I think crazy enough, I know Discord's been doing a lot of stuff, like, and it's been affecting their mobile client. Guys, I think I have it somewhat licked. All right? Like, there was something that corrupted something when I downloaded uh, the last update. If you take Discord on your mobile device... And completely uninstall it. Like, just d delete the whole app. Uninstall it. And then reinstall it. That's actually solved it for me. It solved it for me. I was able to get onto the stage earlier. So, Bubba, if you're having an issue, if you haven't done anything... like, Can you hear me now? I got you, baby boy. What's up? Welcome. I actually... There's something else that's wrong, and I'm going to ask Ripper about it later. Yeah, there is absolutely something wrong with the latest version of the mobile client. For Discord, if that's affecting your ability to join the stage, then we apologize. Uh, uninstalling and reinstalling seems to have taken care of it. But in the meantime, I am going to give you stupid news today, Bubba Joe. We're going to see uh, if you like it. You've been gone for a few days, so let's see if we can make you chuckle. All right, restauranters. Restauranteurs. Didn't say the word right. In Maine, are actually furious this week, Bubba Joe. An environmental group has put the region's renowned lobsters on a list of seafood to avoid because their harvest allegedly is putting whales in danger. Uh, Senator Angus King said that this claim is absolutely not supported by any scientific evidence, so it would appear, at least from his perspective, that these lobsters are merely a prawn in the environmental game. <laughs> Get it? Just a pawn, but they're prawn. Get it? <laughs> uh, I like it. A teenage girl... Uh, this is tragic news. A teenage girl was accidentally shot... Uh, this past week while trying to take a loaded gun away from a toddler who had gotten a hold of it in a Winnipeg apartment. Um, she was Canadian, actually. Uh, she was Canadian. Where's Karkin? She was Canadian, so she is now issuing an apology to the toddler's parents for taking their bullets. Uh, no, the girl is okay. The girl's okay. No crazy injuries, nothing like that, but it was a scary story. Uh, it was still a really unfortunate incident. The only thing sadder in Winnipeg is, is when the Jets hockey season starts, so... It's a terrible, terrible day up there as well. Barbarian. <laughs> Bar I'm sure she'll be fine. Yeah. Barbarian has started. Uh, this was a movie that launched this past Friday. Have you guys seen uh, or heard advertisements for this? Barbarian is a new movie about a terrifying Airbnb experience. 
uh, that hit theaters this weekend. But if the, the listen, if the director really wanted to make a movie about a horrifying overnight stay, he should have just filmed my stay uh, uh, after I checked into a Motel Six last weekend. All right, sorry, I didn't mean to name drop, but I mean, dude, that was nasty. That was nasty. It was nasty. Get get yourself cleaned they up. They left the light on for you. Get yourself cleaned up. No, no. Listen, they did not leave the light bulb on for me. As a matter of fact, the <laughs> light bulb appears to have been shot uh, with with <laughs> with a projectile weapon, and there were shards of glass all on the carpet, uh, of which I, I walked through and shredded my feet open. Uh, it was terrible. Um, it is. Is uh, it a Canadian bullet? It was. Just, I, I apologize. <laughs> uh, it was just. It, don't worry. It's a fictional story. They did not actually take this after my experience it's a fictional story because all of the horror that occurs in an airbnb is actually after you get home and they start sending you all the extra surplus charges that's the real horror story in an airbnb <laughs> a startled florida driver uh spotted this week what appeared to be a large alligator hogtied on the top and back of a jeep suv this weekend south of melbourne do you guys see pictures of this driving down the road. There's pictures to prove it. So you know this story is not yes. a total crock. <laughs> uh, the massive creature was hogtied from its snout all the way down to its tail and actually wasn't moving, Aaron. It appeared to it appeared to be dead. Even if it was, like, I mean, seriously, not exactly something I want to be, you know, not a guy I want to be tailgating. <laughs> Uh, that, was, uh, that, was, that was weak. I know. I'm sorry. It was weak. Uh, lastly, uh, thank you. Uh, lastly, in your sports news this week, former NBA guard J.R. Smith says Michael Jordan smoked him this past week while playing golf. Uh, luckily, J.R. is uh, used to getting his butt kicked. After all, he used to be a member of the New York Knicks. <laughs> That's fair. I love making uh, making fun of the New York Knicks. Like, I don't know. It's just a thing. Is that a thing for, like, yeah, everybody? everybody does. Uh, yeah. Escalacio says JR and getting smoked are synonymous. Uh, you know, I mean, isn't, I'm just saying. Thank isn't you. that like kicking a puppy or something? Like, it can't, it can't really defend itself picking on the Knicks. <laughs> yeah, picking on the Knicks. Yeah. I mean, it's just kind of a thing. Like, it's a, it's a national pastime. Making the fun Knicks of the Knicks. Nearly as cute as a puppy. What? Yes. Why, why don't you pick on someone that can defend themselves, like you know the receivers for Green Bay? Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> listen, listen. We're gonna we're gonna have a good day Somebody's today. Somebody's gonna be booted from the stage. We're gonna have a good day. As a matter of fact, okay, hold on. Let me refresh this, uh, guys. I may or may. Oh my God! It's already seven to nothing. Jeez, I've got the I've got a I've got a scoreboard up on my screen because I'm with you guys, so I can't be watching my Green Bay Packers today in Week One of the regular season, Bubba Joe. It is indeed. Uh, hold on, let me see if I can uh, find something uh, find something good for you here. Uh, we'll do this. Uh, wait, no, today's Sunday, so we need the Fox theme. Here we go. Uh, welcome to Week One of the regular season, everybody. Yeah. Mm. All right. Where's my meat and my beer? Uh, it doesn't matter. I'm not going to give this a bunch of a bunch of hype. And the literally and loads of copyright strikes. In the opening <laughs> in, in fairness, in fairness, the Packers haven't had the ball yet, so it's not like you went three and out or anything. Oh god. I mean, yeah, the opening drive that is marched down the field like it's their business. Like yo. Yo, uh, don't worry about it, Green Bay defense. We're just going to uh, we're just going to pretend like you're this local high school team here. No big deal. All right, uh, listen, guys. 
Uh, we got a lot to talk about today. I'm going to begin with the Alliance Starbase. There's been a lot of questions about this. People even in the chat. Yo, tell me about the plasma tax. What's going on with the plasma tax? All right. <laughs> Inquiring minds want to know. Mm, Inquiring minds want to know. Let me begin with this. Bubba Joe, would it surprise you to know that the harvester is broken? <laughs> would it? Would it surprise you? It would not surprise me in the slightest. Okay. Well, ladies and gentlemen, um, now let me let me be real clear. All right. I know you guys are laughing, and it's a fun thing to talk about. All right. It's not indeed broken. It is bugged. It is glitched. All right. Guys, let me start from the very beginning. If you would, hop into your game, and let's take a look at this Starbase, okay? Um, because what I want to do is I want to take a look at the Harvester, and I also want to like take a look at the plasma processor. Okay, let's start. If you can get in there without it crashing. Uh, if you can get in without a clash, uh, without it crashing, uh, just go ahead and reboot the game here. We'll we'll wait a moment. <clears throat> uh, mm -hmm. We'll we'll wait. We'll wait. <laughs> We're gonna give it at least three minutes uh, for you to reboot the game. Let it crash again and then reboot the game a third time to actually access your plasma processor. Um, I, I tease. It, it is known. They know about it. I, I don't know what's causing it. If Ripper were here, he actually had an opinion on it earlier. Something's happening. I, I mean, literally, if you, spend, if you spend more than 15, 20 minutes in the game and you try to access the Starbase, it's going to crash your client. All right? The only way that you can get into the Starbase uh, button is to do it on a fresh boot up. I have no idea what's going on with it. They know, whatever, it's a thing, okay? Bump just says mine doesn't crash. Well, then you've got luck today. Can we borrow some of it in Green nice. Bay? Maybe, possibly. Oh, no, <laughs> Cruzito says, I don't have the problem on iPhone. I have the problem especially on iPhone. As a matter of fact, it doesn't, it doesn't crash my PC client, Bubba Joe. I just get the white square error on my PC client. Um, yeah, oh, my oh. iPad crashes every time. Oh, fluffy <laughs> yeah. sheep, fluffy the, sheep. The first, the first time I oh come in with my iPhone, it crashes every single time. Fluffy sheep yeah. has clearly been building Alliance modules and probably belongs in my former Alliance. Uh, I, I, <laughs> I had a, a minor meltdown on Twitch this past week. Dr. Juby says, oh my God, you left. Uh, yes. Yes, uh, because I said specifically, if you build one more Starbase module, not only am I going to drop tag, oh, yeah, I'm going to. I'm not only am I going to drop tag, I'm going to sweep you for 24 hours. Okay, I mean, I tried. <laughs> I tried to be as clear as possible. As a matter of fact, Blue Mandalorian has the Twitch clip right there for those of you who missed it. Steven's Aaron, throw that in the graphics room so people can actually uh, enjoy that. Yes, indeed, Dr. Juby. I lost 100% of my alliance rep. All of it. So for anybody who was curious if that it's actually works, it does. All right, I lost it all. Every drop. I went back to zero. Um, now, again, to, to the player who did talk about this in the chat last week, it's not a big deal. I mean, it's really not that big of a deal. So I dropped tag the next day. What day was that, Twitch? Thursday. So I dropped tag on Friday, and I've been with a new team since uh, Friday night, and I've already got my reputation back up to 1 million. All right? Wolf on server 40 says, so this is bad. It's not bad. All right? Uh, look at his screenshot. He's got multiple harvesters built. It's not a bad thing. It's just not the strategy that I wanted to go with. Okay? It's not the strategy that I wanted to go with for my team. So, um... And, and besides, it wasn't just a dropping tag because they didn't agree with my strategy. It was because they would not listen. 
Okay. Uh, and, and it wasn't even that they weren't disagreeing with the strategy. It, it, this, nah, I'm not going to go into a lot of detail about it. I left. Is what it, it is. A lot of it comes down to just alliance. Communication. Politics, I guess in a sense. It's communication, communication. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Double Eagle says, I'm arrogant. No, it, it, that's not the thing. We made a plan. It wasn't my way or the highway. We made a plan. Okay? Like, we had a meeting. We knew what the strategy was that we were going to go with, and we agreed upon it. But then it, like, fell on, I don't know. They, I, I don't have an answer. I have no answer. Because it was the same people that had agreed to the plan that were, were just building things to build it. And, and so the next day, uh, I'm just chatting, having fun, running some armadas in my alliance chat when all of a sudden <laughs> the notifier comes up, so-and-so completed this building. I'm like, what? What? I, I just, I just, we just talked about it like an hour before that too. I'm not even kidding you because they messaged me about my Twitch rant. All right, and I said, "Guys, this, this is this is it right here." So they built it. So I dropped tag. I left, and I thought I, I was going to. Uh, Wardod invited me to his alliance, but I think it was just a gesture. To be perfectly honest with you, I did not join Wardod's alliance because then he wouldn't be able to hunt me on screen anymore, and I, that would not be fun. So I want. I didn't want to take away his his fun. All right, I didn't want to take away his his reason for playing the game is to hunt me. I that wouldn't have been very nice of me. I would have basically been forcing him out of the game. Now, anyway, let's circle back. Let's circle back, all right? You guys don't need to know my, my alliance politics. doesn't matter. Go to your plasma processor. Now, the plasma processor, Bubba Joe, indicates, and I'm going to use this as, as a level one, plasma processor at level one indicates that the collisional plasma capacity is 240,000. Now, if we were going to compare... If we were going to compare this building to another building that exists in the game, could I ask somebody? No, we're looking at the plasma processor, Juby. Plasma processor, not the harvester, not yet. All right, we're going to go through this start to finish because this is a mechanic that was not super obvious in the very beginning. All right, Bubba Joe, if I'm looking at the plasma processor and I'm reading collisional plasma capacity and it's giving me an amount, what building in this game would I, in my head, most relate this to? Warehouse. A warehouse. Thank you, Gherkin. Thank you, Loser. Thank you, Hal. All right, you guys are right. It would be a warehouse-type mechanic, okay? It'd be a warehouse mechanic. And if I were going to step away from the plasma processor and I'm going to look at the harvester, the harvester, which says uh, collisional plasma harvesting at 10K and collisional plasma storage at 60K, what building would I most relate that to in this game? Generator. A generator. You got it. Very good. Gold stars for all of you. Except, except, take it all and throw it out the window. Throw it out the window. Woo! Totally different mechanic here. It's not, okay? As a matter of fact, I want to show you something, guys. If I may, direct your attention to the graphics room. I am, uh, you guys saw on the stream the other day, or even on YouTube, I put in a, uh, I showed you guys a website at StarTrekFleetCommand.com where Scopely had built an Alliance Starbase blog page, okay? Um, now, it's not clickable at the moment. You got to copy and paste the link and then type it in, whatever. It's kind of goofy. Maybe Stevens Aaron can actually put the link 
uh, in, in our room here. But I'm going to show you an excerpt. Bubba Joe, if you will, would you please read this excerpt to the class? Would you please? Sorry, where's the excerpt? It's in the graphics room. It's in the graphics room. Now, Darksider says it's in the FAQ. Yes. The Alliance Starbase can only collect a fixed amount of plasma determined by the plasma processor Ooh. from a plasma storm before it will need to be relocated. Okay. So, players have been coming to me and asking, why can't we see the node sizes? Why can't we see a countdown? Ah, because it's not the same for everybody. It's actually determined by you. It's determined by your Alliance. Okay. It's determined by your alliance because what's happening here, folks, is the level of your plasma processor determines the node size. If you are seeing that you're level one and your collisional plasma capacity is 240,000, then that is the size of the node. Now, Phazon says you're missing to the other system part. Ah, not necessary. Not necessary because I did, in fact, test this mechanic with my own alliance and I was able to move to another node in the same system and I was able to mine, okay? Now, that doesn't necessarily mean that we shouldn't see a countdown, okay? We should probably, Bubba Joe, but you're not gonna see it just floating in space because when you sit on a node, there is no such thing as a partial, okay? Yeah. When you squat on a node, that node will begin for you at 240,000. That's all you can get. There is no partial. Um, there is no, you know, somebody leaving at 100 like Bubba Joe hates. All right. You don't have to zero the mine. <laughs> if you, you don't have to zero the mine, let's say you leave after there's, you know, after you've only gotten 100,000 and then somebody else squats on it, it's 240,000. Okay. Yeah. 240,000 is the size of the node. If you take the plasma processor to level two, your node becomes 576,000. Okay. And that's going to become important as you level this building up because obviously you don't, want to, you don't want to move this thing every 30 minutes, Bubba Joe. As a matter of fact, as we level it up, we want to be able to, um, you know, let this thing go longer, right? That would be ideal. All right. Joker says, what if, you, what if there's nowhere else for you to move to? Well, then you're stuck for now. You're going to have to wait. You're going to have to hunt for a node. You're going to have to look around. All right. But now there should be... According to game design, there should be uh, more nodes in the galaxy than there are alliances on most servers. Is there a way to move off of a node? Only to another one, Joker. All right. Now, no one says we need a countdown somewhere, and I don't disagree. I would love a countdown. But the reason that it didn't happen that way on implementation is because nobody would see the same thing. Right, Bubba Joe? Nobody would see the same thing because it's going to depend on your alliance. Moreover, you can't come in and take a partial node. There's no, there's no zero, for, essentially. You know what I'm saying? Not yet. And mm -hmm. not yet. Anyway. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. All right? So plasma capacity, 240,000. That is the size of the node. So how do you know when you need to zero or when you need to relocate? You need to look in your inventory, take a look. When you relocate, take a look at your inventory, and then, you know, and follow your inventory along. All right. As of now, I will tell you, Scopely is aware of the need for a timer. I have advocated for it as well. And they're working on not a timer, but at least a, a status of your node. They're working on that. Okay. Certainly says if we change our harvester size, will the node size change? No, 
not the harvester certainly, because what controls the size of your node is the plasma processor. Moreover, we have been able to uh, prove that it will not change node sizes on, like if you update the plasma processor on the node you're on, it's not going to take effect until you relocate to the next node. So you'll have to finish on the node you're on, okay? Or you don't have to finish on the node you're on. Upgrade the plasma processor and relocate, all right? Because again, there's no such thing as partials. So if you upgrade the plasma processor, step one is relocate your Alliance Starbase, okay? Just like mining speeds have to reset, plasma processor the same way. Now, now Dr. Juby says, good info that Scopely should have told us on day one. Don't necessarily disagree. Don't necessarily disagree, but I want to shout out Mateo on server 14, and I want to shout out Galvanox. Um, and I apologize, Galvanox, I don't remember your server number, but these two guys have been working with me tirelessly on, on cracking everything about this ASB. We've got it. We've got it down to a T. Even the tax. Oh, Mateo's on 32. Sorry, I thought it was on 14. Galvanox on server 58. Thank you, Mateo on 32. You guys are great. Now, I like this question. Thank you, Mimi. My Starbase has been mining for seven hours longer than we thought it should be able to. Ah, all right. Let's move over. Now, we've talked about the processor. We know how it's affecting the nodes. Let's move over to the harvester. Let's talk, let's talk about the harvester. On a level one harvester, collisional plasma harvesting, it will say 10,000, right? It'll say 10,000. That, Bubba Joe, would be your mining rate. 10,000 per hour. If you take the harvester to level two, it'll go to 12,000 per hour. Moreover, we can see right underneath it, collisional plasma storage, 60,000. Now, this is functioning very much like a generator, folks. All right? The rate is 10,000 an hour. The storage is 60,000. But if your generators are running, your traditional, if your dill generator or your steel generator is running, Bubba Joe, all right, it's accumulating material, but is it going straight into the warehouse? Is it going to the warehouse, like, immediately? Like, is it just dumping it into the warehouse automatically? No. What do I got to do to put it in the warehouse? You got to use it like a, gener like a generator that's click running. It. I got to click yeah. it. Yep. I got to click the little symbol. I got to collect it. Then it's going to take it and move it into my quote-unquote warehouse. Now, here's what's cool. Here's what's cool. The warehouse on this Alliance Starbase doesn't exist, Bubba Joe. A warehouse mechanic does not exist. What does that mean, community? If there's no warehouse... Is there a cap to what I can hold? Thank you, Star Ocean. Nope. You got it. Metamized, you got it. Galvanox, you got it. Unlimited storage. The generators are always running. Oh, not quite. Not quite. I mean, they are. They are. Okay. But I still have to refresh the harvester. The harvester itself at level one has a capacity, Bubba Joe, of 60,000, correct? That's all it'll hold. Sounds correct. If it gets to 60,000, it will stop. If it gets to 60,000, it will stop, okay? It will cease mining. 
Now, if I click it, if I collect it, it's going to take that plasma, that collisional plasma, it's going to move it into my inventory, and the 60,000 is going to start over again. Certainly says I'm confused. So ask questions because that's what we're doing today. Ask questions. and Tell me what you need help with. All right? The harvester is the generator. Before it goes into your inventory, it's got to be collected. It itself has a capacity of 60,000. Then you just click it, and it will go again. If you click it before 60,000, no bigs. Okay? If you click it at 5,000, no bigs. You're just starting your timer over. What's great about this, Bubba Joe, is actually something that, that Ripper and I were having a complicated, uh, not a complicated, but a conversation about earlier was the reliance on timers. And you've said it. And Trader has said it. Man, I don't want something else that i got to babysit. Right? I don't want something else that I got to babysit. Hang on, Flash. I'm getting to you. Bear with me, buddy. Okay? We're not done. Like, I didn't plan a whole show around the Alliance Starbase just to be done in 10 minutes. Wouldn't you like that? <laughs> All right. Hang on. Because there are players out there screaming about attacks, Bubba Joe, aren't there? We've seen it. It's broken! And indeed, it kind of is. It actually is kind of broken. I'm going to tell you no, how. No, it's broken. You just have to understand what it's doing. Yeah. And is it actually functioning 100% properly? No, it's not. Okay? But your harvester, 60,000. Okay? Every time you click it, you are starting over. If you have a level one harvester, Bubba Joe, every time you click it, you're starting over a six-hour timer. Every time you click it, you're starting over a six-hour timer as long as your node still has life in it. So, for example, Killer Penguin says, if the harvester shows nothing, is it time to move? Yes, it is. Okay? Now, it's not going to be super instant, not like the steel generators. You probably need to give it like five minutes, maybe three minutes, all right? But, yeah, if it's not showing anything after three to five minutes, your node is zero. Okay? Now, here... So, go, go ahead, Rip. Can I question why we have to tell Scopely to begin with that, you know, you're quiet again for this? You're quiet again. Why am I quiet again? Because that's how you're talking, dude. I don't know. When you yell, you're you're plenty loud, but you're quiet when you're like. Okay, then I will yell. Thank you. Let's yell. No. Why do we have to tell Scopely that we need an indicator that, you know, you are done collecting? I agree with that statement. And, and many people can't hear me at all. A lot, no, apparently a lot of people. He says, why do we have to tell... God damn it, Discord! <laughs> stop it, stop it, stop it. Yeah, I can hear you. It's, it's on the recording. <laughs> Podmon, Stevens, Aaron, please. I didn't use any bad words, Woo! okay? That was rough! Okay. Anyway, <laughs> he's silent on the Discord. <laughs> I know. Oh, on the podcast, he ain't, I promise. All right. Um, so, does... Why should Scopely have to be told that we need a countdown? No, I don't. I agree. All right. Shouldn't have to be told. And, and moreover, based on some of the conversations that I had, I think it was supposed to be there. I don't know if this was something that got missed um, or, or something, but from the conversations that I had, it will not be something that you see on the node. Moreover, it's just simply going to be in the Alliance Starbase button. Like, when you look at the Alliance Starbase, there was, I believe, based on my conversations, there was, in fact, supposed to be an indicator here, okay? That didn't make it for whatever reason, failure, no one plugged it in, somebody forgot, somebody unplugged that cord and plugged that cord over to that cord. I don't know, we don't have it, but what I was, you know, the conversations that I was speaking on, they indicated that, that 
that's they expected that ripper so whether it was a failure or an oversight we don't yet know but scopely's working on that all right uh we could chalk that up to classic scopely sure i'm good with that okay good with that whether it was a failure in qa whether it was something overlooked whether it was forgotten about whether it was not foreseen i don't know but the conversations i've had indicate that it probably that it was intended okay but that's not even what's broken all right that's not even what's broken so let's back up harvester at level one, 10,000 an hour, Bubba Joe, 60,000 capacity before it'll stop mining. So you got six hours. You got six hours. Every time you click it, you're starting six hours over again as long as your node has 60,000 more on it. And right now, the only way for you to know is to know what the inventory amount was when you moved. All right, now that's not ideal. Progress bar, absolutely needed. They're working on it. But as of right now, the only thing that you have to tell you is to know what your inventory was when you squatted the node. Add 240,000, that's when it runs out. Okay, now let's move on to the tax. Let's move on to the tax because lots of players out there say, oh my God. God, I can click it. It says 60,000, and I only got 38,472. Eek. Yeah, that's happening. <sighs> that's happening. It's broken! Why are they taking it from me? They're stealing from me! Hey, Galvanox. Or is it more likely that just like Laon, just like Ship Power, just like cargo space, we have a graphical display error. That's what's happening. There is no tax. All right? I'm going to give you the short version here. The very short version is your harvester is displaying at 2x. Okay? It's displaying at 2x. That is the 10-second version. Now, I'm going to explain to you what's actually going on. All right, but the bottom line is it's displaying 2x. Um, we ran through a series of tests, dozens of tests, in fact. As a matter of fact, I'm going to start sharing some of these in the graphics room now so that I can tell you indeed a story. Ladies and gentlemen, here was test number one. You can see I've got 311.3 thousand in the inventory at the top right-hand corner, and my harvester had just started over. I just claimed it okay that's where I started precisely and I set a timer for 60 minutes um uh actually wait let me pause this was a different test okay this this is actually what clued us into the problem right here this was this is an earlier screenshot this is what clued us into the problem you guys all sent me screenshots like this right you showed me a screenshot well hey I've got 311,000 in my before then I I do this screenshot I claim 5,200 but I only got like 2,700 right? That's what you guys are saying. I've got dozens of these screenshots, dozens of these screenshots where like the harvester says one thing, but your inventory boosted by another, right? You guys see this. This is what everybody's been talking to me about. So I, so we're, we're trying to figure it out. We now know that there is a problem. So, uh, after running some tests and doing some various things and trying to figure some things out, all right, Here's what we did. I'm going to show you a new before image. Here's a before image. And this is what kind of clued me in to maybe we had uh, just an, uh, a, a quantifying problem. 
All right, because in this screenshot, I gave you a before and I give you an after. My harvester said 20,000. My inventory went up by 10,000. Okay, so that's giving us a hypothesis to work off of here. All right, it's giving us a hypothesis to work off of is that in fact the harvester is not giving as much as it says it is. So now, Bubba Joe, we need to figure out what's wrong. Is the harvester actually stealing from me? Is this indeed a tax? Is Scopely taking my hard-earned plasma? Or is there something else wrong? Well, let's not forget. Let's go back to the harvester itself. Let's go back to the harvester itself. There is a mining rate here, okay? The mining rate is 10,000 per hour. 10,000 per hour. There's no research, none whatsoever in the game that impacts collisional plasma mining at this point. All right? So, Bubba Joe, in precisely 60 minutes, I should have 10,000. Correct? Sounds right. Okay. Guys, the last two screenshots I just put up in the graphics room were 61 minutes and 48 seconds apart. I did indeed actually receive in my inventory the correct amount, which was 10,000. The harvester is displaying 20, but I'm not supposed to be mining at 20,000. I'm mining at 10,000. The harvester is showing 2x. Uh-oh, SpaghettiOs. Now, listen, this is in and of itself not a huge deal as long as everybody knows about it share with your team tell everybody but we got a problem Bubba Joe it fills up another one yeah of course we do it fills up at 60,000 so is it actually filling up at 30,000 is it actually filling up like sooner than that so I can't so now I got to click it every three hours oh god Scopely oh god six hours was bad enough but three hours So we run more tests. More testing, people. All right. Let me show you this screen. Oh, I'm in the graphics room. Hang on. Let me come back in because I got all kinds of goodies. All kinds of goodies for you. All right, guys. Let me show you this screenshot. All right. And this was all done. uh, Again, Matteo and Galvanox, thank you guys so very, very much. Guys, take a look at this screenshot. This screenshot right here that I just put into the graphics room shows my inventory at 411,000, Bubba Joe. It does indeed show my harvester full, right? It's green, it's blinky, it's full. If this were working properly, would my harvester be mining? Just just if, if, if the warehouse is full. Like if a steel generator is full. Gherkin says it no. should have 60,000, but no. it would not be generating anymore, right? It would be full. So, guys... I um, took this screenshot after I'd been mining three hours on the nose. Further proof, the display is accelerated by 2x. Okay? This screenshot occurred at precisely three hours, Bubba Joe. But let's not stop there. I've got one more for you. I got another screenshot for you. All right? I decided to wait an additional 30 minutes. Ooh. Ooh. Now, here's the risk of my test, Bubba Joe. I'm either going to lose 5,000 plasma during that 30 minutes because the generator's not going to be 
generating, right? Right? That's, right. A, that's a possibility. If, it, if it's yeah, green, yeah. if it's full, it's not generating, all right? Even though it only technically has 30,000 in it, it says it has 60, and it says it's full, and it's blinking at me, maybe it's not generating. So I decided to wait an extra 30 minutes. Worst case scenario, Bubba Joe, it's going to cost me 5000 Best case scenario is what happened. I click it. It shows me on the harvester that I got 60000 Bubba Joe, because it was green, it was blinky, it was full. But that's the display error here. Server side and functionality-wise, it's working exactly as it was designed to. We just have a display bug. Because, Bubba Joe, what you can see there is it said I got 60. I only got 36. Well, it was supposed to be 35. My timer might have been off by a minute or two. But I got 35, which means I didn't lose, Bubba Joe. I didn't lose the five because the harvester was never full. The harvester was never full. It's showing you that it's full. That's the bug. So, <laughs> lack of a display on a plasma node. Problem number one. Lack of accurate display on the harvester Problem number two. Scopely is aware of both. I gave them all this same data and a ton of research and a ton of math and a ton of data so that they know exactly where to look, hopefully. Maybe Ripper can, can take this data and now look into the code so that he can point them even closer and we can get a fix oh, faster. He doesn't want to. All right. So, yes, Malthus, it really does actually need to be six hours to be really full and get your 60,000. So all of you guys out there who are hollering about the Scopely tax, it definitely looks that way, obviously, and it's busted. But it's actually working. It's actually functioning as it was intended at 10,000 an hour, and it'll cap at 60,000. Now, what happens when the harvester goes to level two? Well, we can see that in the screenshot of this posted a minute ago. It's going to go to 12,000. But the, uh, the node, the generator, or the harvester, will now hold 72,000, Bubba Joe. Still six hours. Ugh. Still six hours. Okay? As a matter of fact, eventually, with two and three harvesters, it's actually going to get worse because your node sizes are going to get larger. All right? And when you got three harvesters on there, you're actually going to zero the node faster than six hours. Eventually, now there's research, there's things, we're going to do all this other stuff, it's going to be fixed. We're, you know, There's a lot of research, there's a lot of capabilities, a lot of stuff going on in here, okay? That hopefully, Bubba, and I haven't planned it out much farther past level five. But even through level five, everything that I can see is it's going to be six or less hours that you're going to have to click this thing. Okay? Actually, actually, Ripper might have some better data for me than that. No, no, no. I want to, I want to say something. Oh, please. Scopely, don't fix this. I have something more important for you to fix. Okay. Which is? Are you trying to change the, topics? What? Three-year-old <laughs> bug when you get, you know, the double display of faux pulls when pulling officers? Uh-huh. The amount of support tickets and complaints I see regularly, mm -hmm. you know, I do not understand how you don't fix it. Yeah, yeah, that's it seems like it's taking that. a lot of time. It is taking a lot of time for sure. All right. By the way, um, hang on one second. Sorry. There we go. Okay, my bad. Uh, by the way, 
I, and again, super big shout out to, to Galvin Ox and Mateo because we were all exchanging data, tons of tests. Some of these tests were theirs. Uh, some of the screenshots have been showing you, like the three hours, the three hours, 30 minutes. Here's the long and short of it. Yes, there really is no way for you to know, but you can verify this data for yourself. Uh, if somebody in the chat says, oh, you know, it's a tax and I don't believe you. Well, that's fine, but you can set a timer and you can do it yourself. All right. You absolutely can prove it uh, yourself. The harvester will show you. And this is why it was throwing us off. This is why it was throwing us off because some people were trying to claim 60,000, Bubba Joe. They were expecting 60, but we couldn't find a pattern into what they were actually getting. You know, like some person lost 10,000. Another person lost 20,000. Somebody lost 25,000. One person only lost 3,000. So nobody could figure out why some people were being taxed. And it gets worse because of the rounding. The rounding, because once I hit one million, you can't see what you've got in uh, that yeah. thousands or thousands. Yeah. So the rounding is going to be a little bit tougher. And you're right, A deal. When you have more than a million, it's going to be hard to keep track of this, especially the zero nodes. Absolutely. Absolutely. You are correct. It's going to be a challenge. Now, fortunately, coming up in only 48 hours, you should have a reason to dump a bunch of this. All right. As a matter of fact, the Alliance leaderboard that starts on Tuesday is going to uh, kick off. And I will tell you right now, if you've got a couple hundred thousand plasma, you're set for levels one and two of this starbase. Level three gets expensive. Level three gets expensive. pricey. All right. In the form of collisional plasma, as in now we're talking about a node is going to take like a hundred plus thousand. All right. It's going to take a while. Now, Kingle says, I got two million plasma. We're not bothered by the ALB. Here's the problem you're going to run into, Kingles. You've already done like 15 components. All right. The later components are going to get pricey and they are going to take a lot of speed ups. At this point, you can only buy with cash or get out of the refinery. All right. Just completing the, a, uh, uh, the Alliance Starbase through level three, I've calculated out to what was it, Galvanox? About 350 hours of Alliance speed ups. Now, that doesn't sound like a lot. If you've got 60 people in your Alliance and you do a single refine of the Alliance altruism, there's 60 hours in one day, Bubba Joe. Not a big deal. Some people probably going to do doubles. Not a big deal. Okay. Um, but I'm here to tell you, if you've already done 15 modules, they only get more expensive from there. That's going to be tough for your ALB. I, I mean, there's an AMS too, so I hope that it's not impossible for you guys, but it's certainly going to be harder for you now than it is going to be for a lot of other players who decided to hang out and wait for a minute, especially since you say you got $2 million. A lot of other alliances out there have already over, uh, over $1 million with just a single harvester because they've been moving around and clicking the harvester and doing all this stuff. Okay? like We have $2 because people couldn't stop clicking buttons. Uh, <laughs> see, I would have left. I would have left. I would have dumped them like I did. All right? Now, um... Kingles says, hopefully this will be enough for your AMS. even close. I mean, not enough to compete in the ALB, Kingles. Now, for your AMS, I hope so, but I'm just here to tell you, you've got enough speed-ups there for about six modules. Now, I hope that that's enough for the AMS. Okay? I hope six it is. Six modules? 
At the early levels, Bubba Joe, like the level ones, they're not that bad. They're a couple of hours each, like three hours, five hours, maybe six hours, stuff like that. Not a huge deal at the early levels, okay? But even assembly chamber level two is going to take 26 hours. It'll take 26 hours. So, yeah, some people are going to be hurting. Now, on the other hand, take a look at Fluffy Sheep there. He's showing 404 hours plus all the smaller stuff. He's certainly going to be set for the AMS and probably sitting nicely for an ALB. Probably sitting pretty nice there for that. Okay? Hypnofly, on the other hand, has already taken his ASB to level 4, and Bubba is showing 133 hours of speed-ups, which I can tell you, Hypnofly, sadly, is going to be enough for maybe one or two more modules. Now, the good news is you got 48 more hours. You got 48 more hours. Have everybody out there running, running those Karmatas as much as possible. Spend all those rare and epic directives. Go in and do double and triple chest of the Alliance altruism, and you might be able to pick up some more. All right? But level four components, Galvanox, tell me, my man. Level four of the ASB ain't going to be cheap. Ain't going to be cheap. Level four uh, modules are massive, massively, massively big, and very expensive. And that's probably the first hill to climb because at level five, you pick up a lot of new capabilities. And I might point out, community, that level five is probably, listen, I don't know what a free-to-play is going to be able to do. Some of my lines have spent on this, so I'm going to count on you guys to kind of keep me clued in here a little bit on the progress that free-to-play is making if you're playing this intelligently, and I need for you to, all right? Because level five, guys, is the goal for that needs to be the goal as soon as possible Bubba Joe what unlocks at level five assembly chambers level five what unlocks I'm guessing you're referring to the vague building that refers to defensive capabilities tactical deck the tactical deck, which indicates Cardassian station damage bonus, which is probably for armadas. Cardassian stations are what those are called. Um, but you're right. It's very vague, Bubba Joe. There is a tactical deck. And listen, maybe this is not complicated. Maybe it's just damage. Maybe it's just an ACC. Maybe it is just an ACC for Karmadas. That's possible. That's very possible. But what else? Unlocks at level five. The now, other type of plasma. Uh, the other type of plasma harvester. Correct. All right. Uh, and you also, if I'm not mistaken here, at some of the higher... Le- okay, so level five. Actually, the vaults open up before that. Vaults do open up before that. Uh, Bubba Joe, take a look at the vault. Even you could do level three, level two, don't matter, but level five is fine. What's it going to do for you? What's a vault do? Protected cargo. Protected cargo. Now, Garkin says the magnetic modules are cheap. Again, so was Alliance Starbase Level 1. So magnetic plasma needs at Level 5, also probably inexpensive. Um, Guys, this thing is built all the way up to Level 14. I can tell you it ain't cheap. Okay? 
As a matter of fact, let's just take a look, Bubba Joe, if we could, at uh, assembly chambers. Let's go to level, I don't know, seven. Now, let's go to level six. Level six is good. Level six is good. You're going to get to level five, so level six is reasonable, right? It's cheap, they say. Except collisional plasma is 400,000. Magnetic plasma is 100,000. Okay. Magnetic plasma, can you get that from the collisional plasma harvester, Bubba Joe? No. No, we've got to build new harvesters. New harvesters. And take a look, folks, at the mining rate of the magnetic plasma harvester. It's going to start all over again. It goes back to 10,000. So you've got uh, collisional plasma at, say, level 5, right? The, the, the harvester, potentially, at level 5. You could even have three of them going, and that's going to put you at 36, 54,000 an hour. Then you unlock magnetic plasma, and it's going to go right back down to 10,000 again on the magnetic, all right? Now, overall, I do not find this to be expensive in comparison to a lot of other features. Hypnofly says you're overestimating the expense, and I've done a lot of math on this, and, and for free-to-play, it's going to be a very slow process, okay? Hypnofly, if you've got level four of everything, you're spending money, period, plain and simple. But now you're not spending thousands of dollars per player to get it to level four. I would agree with you. All right, but a free-to-play alliance is not going to be at level four or level five here today. Okay. Just you wait for you know assembly chambers level twenty-five. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we've only we only see fourteen levels right now. We only see fourteen levels, Bubba Joe. But we fully expect that Scopely is very capable of building content all the way through level sixty. Right. Now, uh, Six Flash... I'm not so sure they're going to do Six. <clears throat> I, I don't think that they're going to either. Well, actually, well, I take that back. I think they will eventually, but I think it's going to take a little bit of time. Now, uh, Six Flash... is a generous word. Flash asks, what do assembly chambers do? <laughs> assembly chambers is more or less your ops. That's yep. pretty much your ops level. That is the first thing that has to be upgraded before you can go through and do a bunch of other stuff. Callier says, star bases seem like a waste of effort. You know... I, that's a tough one because there's a lot of benefits that are coming that do involve a, a, it's a walk around for this new research tree okay the research guys if you take a look at the research tree it's probably Bubba Joe one of the more profound research trees since territory capture it's, Agreed. it's a very very good tree okay now all of your efficiencies and capabilities of obtaining that reputation and obtaining that reputation faster and obtaining that reputation easier and obtaining that reputation cheaper comes from the Starbase, okay? You could, you could leave the Alliance Starbase at level one. And maybe, Bubba Joe, that is a piece of the beauty that we're overlooking, at this time, there is absolutely no requirement beyond level one of the Alliance Starbase that allows you to get through the research tree. 
All right. But there are a lot of coming soon nodes in there, Bubba Joe. There's a lot of coming soon nodes in there. You know what I'm saying? We don't know what's coming. Moreover, if you take a look, and and we just talked about research at level one, like you can get through that tree at the early levels, Bubba Joe. But maybe let me point your attention uh, to, for example, say, Galron's Ambition. Can we look at that one, Bubba Joe? Galron's, sure. you know what? No, 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 no. I want to back up. Let's look at something that everybody wants. ISO emulsion efficiency. How about that one? That's one That's a good that one. everybody wants. ISO emulsion efficiency. Level one only requires ops 25, and it requires assembly chambers level one. Perfect. I can go in. I can get a 10% boost to ISO emulsion. Fantastic. I'm excited. I want more, Bubba Joe. But alas, level two is going to be ops locked to level 36. And level three is going to be ops locked behind other research, which contains prerequisite requirements for levels of your building. Take a look at ISO Emulsion Level 4, Bubba Joe. This one would be for you. R&D 52. I, you could do that one, right? Yep. Check. All I right. Um, Alliance Reputation, 4 million. Can you do that one? You probably should be close. Not yet. Not yet, but very close. It's moving quickly, right, JB? JB is already at like 7 million. Crazy. We're a weekend. My Admiral's at like 7 million. Awesome. Great job, my friend. Lots of Armadas you're doing, but great job. Uh-oh. It requires assembly level, uh, assembly chambers level eight. Yeah, that's not Oh, close. crap. Oh, crap. And herein lies the reason that you probably do want to work on the Alliance Starbase. Okay? Because this is a very, very, very good research tree. And your progression through it will require progression through the Alliance Starbase. Now, there are time gates, sure. And there's going to be directive uh, problems here, Bubba Joe. Sure, right? Like, there's not enough directives in the game. JB is a spender. He's a G5 player. He's got tons of directives, and he's been running tons of armadas, and he's been doing tons of repairs, and that's a spender's mechanic. Fine. Agreed. Okay, I could totally agree with that. But what else are they are they costing? What is the expense of this feature? Anybody? What's the actual cost of this feature? Because I'm going to argue uh, for somebody like K21 is going to say paywall. It's paywall. Paywall content and and. It's not. It's available to all, but there is a revenue gate, isn't there, guys? This is not just you can go grind it out as much as you want, is it? What does it take in order to progress through this loop? Chaos and... Uh, thank you, Bubba Joe. Chaos uh, Anarchy says medals, and that's correct. You need the medals, but how are you getting the medals? You need to do the armadas, which cost directives. 
Okay? Directives. So let me ask a couple of simple, day one, communicative, teamwork-oriented questions, Bubba Joe, if I may. Uh, Community. Have we had events in the past that incentivize soloing armadas? Yes or no? Yes. Yes, we have. Have we had events in the past where it hurts your alliance score if you don't fill all the spots in an armada? Yes. Yes. Give me an example. Give you an example. Would there have been um, alliance leaderboards where every person who defeated uh, the alliance got points? You got it. It's a kill kill event. An armada kill event. Absolutely. So if you did it with four players because two didn't show up, you cost yourself points, right? We've talked about this in the past. Like, if if you no-show an armada during one of these style of events, you're costing your team points. So don't no-show. Like, I on my team, I would prefer you just not call in. Hell, I would prefer you just show up as to call in and not show up because at least then I can control stars. You know? I would prefer people to just show up over not showing up. Because if I call a team, then somebody else is not going to show up, Bubba Joe. And then I gave up points in that event. Right? Let me ask a question. Have we yet identified, because it's not super clear yet, Bubba, have we identified where the area of efficiency is here? Because let's face it, the Cardassian loot is shared. If you've got a a 100 million power ship flying with all G3 epics, they're soaking up all the loot, right? Or does this come back to a mechanic kind of (gasps) like Stella? Oh, God. Oh, God, Bubba Joe, I said it. I said it. You know, Trader hypothesized on a previous show that these Karmatas were eventually going to be designed to be defeated, Bubba Joe, relatively easily with a Defiant. Hmm. That's not fun. I disagree. It's just one player's opinion. I don't think the Defiant is going to help you defeat these Armadas. Me neither. I I kind of hope that it doesn't. To be perfectly frank with you, all right. Because, just, uh, you know, I, I don't want the officers. Stuff. I think the officers will help you defeat the armadas. I suspect that if we get a defiant, which contrary to Echo's teasing, and it's, I don't think I think it's far from a guarantee. If we get a defiant, it is going to be a loot increasing ship. Okay, like the G four rares. I like that. You Maybe. think loot increasing across the board or loot increasing against Karmatas? I don't know. It'd be nice if it was across the board, but I could see them limiting it to just Karmatas, which would set the world on fire because people would be upset about it being a, a one-trick a pony ship. ship. Yeah, I can see yeah. that. I can see that point. We don't know yet. But I don't think I don't think allowing G3 and earlier G4 players access to that ability that level 46 players already have is game-breaking. I'm glad to hear you say that, because I agree. I'll take any and all loot bonuses we can get. 
for everything. Okay, cross the board. Give it to me, baby. Uh huh. Uh huh. That was a throwback. Uh, <laughs> wow. Come on. Somebody knew that, right? I mean, come on. I knew that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, appreciate that. All right. Uh, listen. <laughs> thank you, Blue Mandalorian. Thank you, Al Bill. He got it. He's like, yeah, I heard that right off the album. Yeah. Were you the lead singer? Yes, I was. Thank you. Um, yeah. You young bucks. That was the offspring. All right. So. Yes. Bubba Joe, let's talk about this for just a minute. We've only got a few minutes before I want to take our first break because I've got a new nice, pretty red clock in here. Okay. Wait a second. We're gonna take breaks today. Yeah, I got a, I got a clock. I'm trying to I'm trying to I'm turning over a I'm turning over a new leaf. I'm gonna try to abide by the clock and keep the show structured because it's it's spiraling out of control. So, Bubba Joe, is the clock on one side of the leaf? I'm just curious. <laughs> yes, I'm turning so over turn the I'm over turning over the leaf the so that I don't see the clock blinking at me anymore. You're absolutely correct. <laughs> <Yeah>. <clears throat> All right, so. Let's let's take a look here. This is a little bit tricky, Bubba Joe, because the Carmadas are only dropping a specific amount of loot. Okay, this and, and I didn't mean to get into a thought-provoking conversation about the Defiant, but I do want to urge a little bit of caution to alliances out there. Okay, now if you're trying to hit up, if you're trying to hit some bigger targets, yeah, you're going to need some bigger ships, and yeah, I'm sure there's going to be a G3 player that tags along for the ride. It's been a long time, Bubba Joe, since we had to carefully distribute our loot. It's been a long time since we have actually had to be cognizant about distributing our loot. Guys, this is very important, okay? And when I say it's been a long time, it's not something that I'm saying that it's been a long time since you've, since you've had to practice it in any armada. Hopefully, your team is coordinating and working together so that everybody gets paid. All right? But we haven't had a new introduction of a mechanic that has reinforced it as much as this. Okay? Guys, I'm here to tell you. It's one thing. Let me, let me back up. If you're a VIP, and, and I, I, I'm going to address, and, and this is no disrespect intended, none whatsoever, but if you're a VIP and you're holding a million loot, you're really not doing this right. Okay? I understand that you are running a ton of armadas, and you're playing in a ton of armadas, and, and just as a default, you're helping your team. By, by no imagination am I saying you're not helping your team. You are. It's great. You're doing great things for your team. If you have bought the directives, and you've run that many, all right, But if you've got I a million... I think you're making an assumption as how they got that many. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. I'm not going to assume that they're not. I'm not going to assume, Bubba Joe, that they're bringing a 100 million power ship to every single armada and taking 95% of the loot. I'm not going to assume that. But it is happening here and there, isn't it? Is that happening? Is that happening in your alliance? Is that happening somewhere that you've got? Sure, it's happening somewhere. I'm sure it's happening somewhere. You got five million jellies, and then you show up in an 85 million Newton. Is that super good for the team? Now, Gregor. Whoa, what's up, buddy? Come on up. You don't have to be muted. He said if they're starting their armada, aren't they helping? Yes, and I'm not saying that they're not. Again, I'm being very, very specific. 
It's not that they're not helping. That armada is going to give me about 65 loot, and I am grateful for that 65 loot. But we could, you know, maybe, like, if you get half of your sandwich, and I'll take half of the sandwich, and I'll give you half of my fruit roll-up, and you can have half of my fruit roll-up, and I've got four cookies, so we'll split them, two cookies each. Like, can we can we look at each other's lunchbox and, and you know, share? No. Can I, can I have the fruit roll-up, please? No. All right. And that's very fair. <laughs> How many alliances out there have said, your directives, your call. Even my alliance does that. Your directives, your decision. All I'm saying is, be aware of the new time-gated currency here. There is, and I'm, again, let me be very clear. I'm not picking on, on whales. I'm not. You do whatever you want. You, and, and by the way, your redeems even cost more. I'm aware of that. Your redeems cost more. I get that. But you are actually limited to three hours a day of Alliance Starbase speedups. That's as many as you can get through the loop. You can buy them. You can buy them. I get it. But you can only generate three hours. Guess how many I can generate? Three hours. And our buddy, three hours. And those guys, three hours. Like, that's the most. All right? But if I've got to participate in six armadas to get enough for a single refine, then I'm not putting as many of the speed-ups in the kitty. And the speed-ups are your gate. Galvanox has, uh, has helped me roll this thing out. May I share with you some data, community? Here is... Hang on, let me pull this up here. Uh, ASB building plan. Here we go. Through assembly chamber four. 328 hours. Now, that doesn't seem like a whole lot, does it, Bubba Joe? That doesn't seem like a whole lot. I mean, as a matter of fact, even if the VIPs were doing triple refines every single day uh, for the last six days, they could probably have close to 300 and some. You could. Let's look at assembly chamber, uh, let's say level four. 48, 52 hours by itself. Ugh. 52 hours. We just did 300 hours, Bubba Joe, for... Three full levels of buildings, and now I'm at 50 hours on one building at level four. Let's check Collisional Plasma Harvester level four. Another 10 hours. All right. Collisional Plasma level four. Yeah, 10 hours. At level one, it's two hours. It's five times the cost. Let's go to level five, for example. 13 hours. Those are harvesters, by the way. There's three of them. Let's look at Diplomatic Relations. Another 54 hours at level five. And this is what I'm talking about. These things will eventually slow down. You're not going to be level 14 in 30 days. It's going to slow down. It's going to slow down. And you're going to need more people contributing to the speed up loop. All right. Now, I'm not preaching. So, TJ. I'm not preaching. So, DJ, you guys me, do it however you want. You, let me ask you. Just saying, this is going to be a question, currency DJ. that you need the entire alliance contributing to a little bit. Go ahead, Bubba. So, how many how many uh, awards do you get when uh, 
everyone decides to set a jelly and then you lose. How many awards do you get per directive spin then? Bubba, you're going to you're going to choose that point and I'm going to quickly destroy that by saying choose the targets that are appropriate for your team. Okay? Now, I didn't start it. Granted, you you absolutely could die on some. We've died on some. We've done some testing. We've tried to see where we can punch up, where how far we can go. Okay? So yeah, we've died on several. And listen, if if the VIP in my armada is going to start a 45 epic, by all means, buddy, take you you don't want to fail that. By all means, take the power. If I happen to get a spot, I'm grateful for a spot. Because guess what? My 15 million pylum does not belong in a 45 epic. At least not at my level, I can tell you. All right, we've got G5s. G5 players who are succeeding against the 45 epics. I've got three G5 ships at 100 million power or more that have, in fact, died on the 50 epic. Now, we're experimenting. We're losing. We're, we're trying to figure out. Uh, hmm. Fluffy Sheep says he can solo a 51 epic. Is there a 51 I, epic? I'm going to say that that's BS. I, I also don't believe you, sir. <clears throat> <laughs> Sorry. I mean, you can show me a battle log, sure. Screenshot or a different heaven. <laughs> yeah, you can, you can show me that. K21 says maybe six pylums could maybe do a 45 epic. Mm, be tight. Depends on their tier. Not at my tier. I'm a tier six. I don't think tier. I don't think six tier six pylums are going to take out a forty-five epic. Okay, I really don't think so. To be perfectly fair, these armadas are no joke. Okay, they're no joke. As a matter of fact, they are the strongest target, uh, the strongest armada target that exists in the game to date. Bubba Joe, is there a harder armada target in the game? Nope. There is not. There was. There used to be, yeah. There was one. <laughs> way up in warp, what was it, warp? Gosh, this is how long it was. Way all the way up there in warp 165. There was the Borg Cube. 185, yeah, the, the, yeah, the Borg Cube. it wasn't an Armada target. It was an it was Armada, like, yeah, was you just, just had to solo that one. <laughs> that's right. That's true, that's true. All the way, all the way out there in warp 185 where you had to walk uphill in the snow both ways with bare feet. How many of you guys can get to warp 185 today? <laughs> What's your warp Lots range now? People. What's your warp range now, Bubba Joe? Like 7,000 and 42? No, true talk. What's your strongest warp range that you got now? 430. 430. I remember when 185 wow. was when 185 was <laughs> pipe dreaming. Oh, come on. I remember when 40 was 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 high. <laughs> yeah. Gosh, you guys remember when Deep Space came out and we were all scrambling to get warp 65? Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. Cruzito, this is interesting. I like this. Cruzito says, I'm only taking the perspective of 40-plus, uh, not players that don't have that problem. I mean, I'm pretty sure I'm talking about loot distribution for the smaller players. <laughs> think you might be getting that backwards. Okay? But what Cruzito is saying is, if you have players that are 40-plus versus a bunch of players that are in their 30s, the bunch of players in their 30s don't have this problem. Even if you're bringing intrepids, and enterprise versus enterprises, the power distribution dis, dis, distribution amongst those ships is not that great. Whereas when you take an enterprise at four million okay. and your G four rare or G four uncommon that is three or four times the size. I 
100% agree, which is why I kind of prefaced this entire segment with, if you're flying a 100 million pirate ship. I mean, that that was kind of the disclaimer at the very beginning of this. The the And I'm not judging anybody. Do what you want to do. Your directives, your call. I'm a firm believer in that. Okay? What I'm pointing out is that eventually the limiting factor is not going to be plasma. It's not even going to be parts. It's going to be speed-ups. We're already seeing it. Right now, my alliance has... And by the way, you can't buy them. Let me just throw this out there. They can't be bought. You can buy parts, can't you? Can you buy parts? You can buy speed-ups. Alliance Starbase speed-ups? Yes. Yep. It is just not many. Oh, it's, it's just, not many. It's just not, it's oh, just not here, a many, and yeah. it's not efficient. Here we go. Uh, what, six, seven hours? Seven hours, eight hours for 100 bucks. Sorry. Yep. There you go. You can technically buy them. All right. I didn't see this pack. I was looking at something else. But by comparison, look at the subspace superconductors. Okay? You're, you're I mean, high this, enough level to see those packs? This pack actually proves my point. <laughs> this pack right here proves my point of the last 15 minutes. The parts are not your problem. The plasma is not going to be your problem. This is ATA speed-ups all over again, Bubba Joe. It's ATA speed-ups all over again. And and what I am observing, not just like, not on my team. I got, I'm plenty. I got plenty of loot. I am seeing players frustrated in the community because They're talking about their time investment, right, Ripper? We were talking about this earlier. They're saying, God, I got to run like eight armadas just to get a refine. Shouldn't be that way, guys. Shouldn't be that way. If you've got younger, smaller power players, listen, if if you're like Bubba Joe and you've got 15 people in your alliance and you're all 50 plus, it don't matter. Okay? But if you're a level 52 and you've got level 32 in your alliance, it matters. Okay. So so I I'm curious um if you have people that are um it, it, I I can see that you'd have to run a bunch of armadas to continually do the triple pull. But the single pull you should be able to do very easily even if you're being whaled out. Bubba Joe, maybe you're thinking of a rare or an epic, and sure, it only costs 300 or 350. All right, but that is even not sustainable unless you're going to spend a bunch of money. All right, there's not enough directives to do that every day. There's, we have a buildup of directives right now among certain levels of player. Okay, this is certainly going to pull that down, like for sure. It's going to happen. All right, but even the uncommon is not as cheap. All right. The uncommon refine for my level, and this does scale by ops. The uncommon uh, refine for my level is one thousand for a single chest. Okay. Now, can somebody tell me what it is for, say, a level? I don't know, thirty-five. Maybe it's not a thousand. I don't know. Okay. What is it for level thirty-five? What I can tell you is that I've gotten screenshots from players that show them making 130 loot, Bubba Joe. You know what I'm saying? 200 loot. Even that at 200 loot is five armada plays 
just for a single refund. 200 loot from what level of Armada, though? I, I don't remember. And I'm sure. I'm sure but I'm, I will tell you this, Bubba Joe. Okay? Like, I, I, I see what you're trying to, to, to you know, uh, offer a different perspective on, and I appreciate it. All right? But the math don't, don't fly. All right. If I were to look, no, let, no. So, let's just go look at a level so thirty-three. If we're, if we're talking about if we're talking about a big ship, right? I I have I haven't even gone to the systems that have left less than a forty-two. Okay. Well, to, to be clear, a level thirty-three uncommon has fifteen thousand loot in it. Okay, and I've got screenshots from players making only a couple hundred. That means there is power imbalance. Okay, and this is a level thirty-three. So this I, all, all I'm saying, and, and we're going to have to take a break. I know Bubba wants to make a point. I'm going to let him. All I'm saying is be cognizant of this. Speed-ups are the valued currency, okay? Out of all of it, the plasma, the parts, the rep, all of it, okay? The valued currency is the speed-ups. And if you want your team to have the best progression in this, you need everybody pull on their daily refunds everybody not just the top 10 percent all of you because that is the valued currency is the speed ups bubba uh i will give you the final word though i know you want to argue with me it's all right you got to take the final word and then we'll take a break so i think pipwald has it exactly correct um you need to play the rev clip to those people well that's what i'm s- <laughs> That's literally what I'm saying, okay? I, and, and I'm so, not – and I'm not – My I'm point not... Is, is that – my point is is that there are lots of things to dislike about this loop. There are lots of flaws with this loop. We've seen some of them. We've talked about some Alliance Starbase things. The research is great. There's a lot of other problems like directive sourcing, uh, the speed gating, all of that, okay? My point is that the balance of how much rewards they're get, the Armadas are giving – based on the people that should be running those armadas, is actually relatively well-balanced. So if you are encountering this situation, get out of your alliance and go somewhere else. <laughs> I, with, with exception. This is new. No. Yes, it's no, new. not I'm, with exception. Yeah, yeah, listen, this is new, okay? And as I said, it's been a long time since we actually had to think about loot balance, okay? It's been a long time. Like, it's solved in Borg. Most people are flying their Vidars, okay? There might be a hundred or 200,000 power differential, okay? In Stella's, same thing. A couple hundred thousand power differential is not making a hill of beans when you're talking all the loot bonuses, especially with Stella, okay? A level 50 coming and playing with a level 30 in a Stella Armada, in an exchange Armada, the loot differential is mainly in the research, Okay? All I'm saying is be cognizant about it, players, okay? I am not saying that all alliances having this problem are garbage, okay? Now, three months from now, if you're still having this problem, yes, get out, okay? But this is not a top-down, alliance-wide cancerous problem, all right? And, And if you, and listen, look what no one says here. Forcing people to do armadas for hours don't make an alliance better. Guess what? If the loot is evenly distributed, you won't have to. This level 33 
contains 15,000 core loot, Bubba Joe. If, in a perfect world, in a perfect world, if you split that five ways, perfectly split up down the middle with no loot bonus, it's 3,000 a person. One armada at seven minutes gets you what you need for the day. Are you sure you're looking at the right screenshot? I'm in the live game environment. I'm looking at a level 33 uncommon Cardassian command station at 15. Oh, crap. 9,400. I was looking at the wrong currency. 9,473. Okay. Sorry. I was looking at the wrong (laughs) currency. Even still. Because I'm looking at a 42 that's only giving 12,000. And I'm like, wait a second. Okay. Even better. Okay. But but again, we just saw a single pull is 1,000, right? Yes. Okay, so 9,400 split five ways is about 1,500 with no loot bonuses whatsoever. Correct. If your team plays this efficiently, you're not having to do armadas for hours a day. Okay? On the other hand, this is why I asked earlier. Divine says, solo them. Easy. (sighs) Okay. And that's certainly a very feasible position right now. It is possible that that might be better, but not everybody is going to have a bunch of those directives banked up. And Bubba, that is the end game here. I mean, people recognize it or not. I personally am just pointing out, look at the pack. The speed ups are the valued currency in this entire loop. And you want everybody in your alliance to, to be able to refine that. Go ahead. One one last point, Bubba or Bubba. One last point, <laughs> DJ, and we'll and and we can we can take your break unless you've already turned the clock around and we can go for another hour. I actually did cover um, it up, but I do need to take a break. <laughs> it's blinking. It's blinking at me. Um. So it, we. It, I'm trying to figure out how to how to phrase this. We do not have to do armadas for an hour, or we don't have to do it for hours, right? But nope. we do have to do them every day, which is new and different and a significant drain on the resources of starting Armadas. Even if you have thousands of uncommon directives, you know, you are running low or possibly running out. For sure. If you had thousands of unco- or, uh, rare and, and epic directives, you are running low or running out because of this. This is mm-hmm. an unsustainable amount of drain because you have to you don't have to do it for hours. But you do have to do it every day, and that is just not a sustainable system. Well, I don't. I, that's going to be determined over time because people have amassed a million loot in six days. Okay, um, its longevity is yet to be determined, Bubba Joe. Uh, I don't think you're going to have to be doing armadas every single day. But to to plan your ASB long term, and I don't mean this week. I don't even mean this twenty days. To plan your ASB efficiently long-term, everybody from your biggest whale down to your tiniest krill, they need to be able to run these refines. You need the speed-ups. That is the value. Guys, if $100 buys you eight hours, okay, you do the math. And Bubba Joe, I think that this loop, I think you're exactly correct. It's not sustainable. It's not going to be able to be done every single day. Right now, we're coming off of larger than normal banks because people have grown apathetic with normal armadas. All right? We even talked about it uh, the day that uh, that Gala got thrown in jail. 
everybody was doing this. People had thousands of directors. Everybody was running. Everybody was having fun because it's new and different. And that is going to happen this month. Players are running more than average, and I agree with you a thousand percent that it is not sustainable on the level at which we are doing now. So now is the time for you to look at your alliance and make sure that this fur of activity is setting up everybody in your alliance for the long haul. Not just a handful of players. Because a handful of players are not going to be generating the number of speed-ups needed for this Alliance Starbase a little bit later. $100, eight hours. Okay? You tell me where the value is, folks. And so while all of these armadas are happening, I agree. I think Bubba Joe and I might have been making the same point. I see this as a very finite loop, Bubba. Like, we got 20 days. It might even last one more month. I don't know. People probably going to get bored with it. We might figure, hey, we got 6 million loot. Like, we're good. All right? It's going to slow down. And when that happens, you still need to be able to trickle in the speed-ups. Wham says this is boring. Well, then you can buy your speed-ups eight hours at a time. <laughs> Sorry. Maybe you, maybe, listen, maybe people don't care. But this is a very good research tree, and it will depend on your alliance's ability to progress through the ASB. And that progression through the ASB is time-gated based on your ability to refine those bundles as a team. Dr. Big says eight, like, eight like hours. Dr. Big says eight hours of speed-ups for $100 is a joke. I mean, compared to what we're used to, it is. Okay, compared to what we're used to, it is. But that is their valued. That's their valued currency for this feature. So recognize it, folks. Recognize it and take what the game is giving you at a maximum level of efficiency. Right? I mean, that's what this whole point is. Mining efficiently, knowing that you're not losing your plasma, getting out there and knowing the timing, and then talking about the loot and the speed ups and the bundles. It's an intricate loop. I do like the design, you know, some people don't. I, I have said in the past that I do kind of like complicated loops sometimes. Um, I, I know I, it's unpopular, but I like the Stella loop. I liked it when it came out. I like this loop. There's a lot of moving pieces, and it requires teamwork and strategy. And guys, we're in the first month. There is more to come. Well, and I think that's the big problem. Well, I mean, it could be. We don't know what that more is yet, Bubba, but I can tell you leaving your ASB at level one is not going to be advantageous for you down the road. And if you don't so, build this thing up, then you, you, you could be losing other opportunities of benefit. And, and the way to build it up efficiently is to get everybody doing those refines. You want all the speed-ups. But for... But how big of an alliance do you need to be able to get this thing to say level six by the end of the month, level seven by the I end of the month? I don't think that's I don't free to play. No, that's not possible. I I, I would okay. don't, I don't expect it to be. As a matter of fact, earlier Galvanox and I actually I think it was Mateo and I I don't remember now. One of us were talking about what is if you played this thing perfectly, if you played it perfectly, what could you do uh, by the end of the month? What could you do in twenty days? 
I think that you, Galvanox, what, what, was it you that we were doing the math? Where do we think that a totally free-to-play alliance could get to is probably in the level three range. Completely so, free-to-play, even with all the rare loot and the epic loot and all the, or the, the rare and epic directives with the loot, totally free-to-play can probably get this thing somewhere in the level three range free-to-play this month. And I think that's a good thing. All right? But, but if we've got a loot distribution problem, then that means not everybody's going to be able to do those speed-ups. And that's the valued currency. Well, uh, I, I, okay. I, but even in an ideal scenario, even in an ideal scenario, level three or level four does not get you to that defense building. No, it doesn't. But again, let, so, let's, be, let's be clear, Bubba Joe. As of this moment, that building does not say anything about combat. For, for with players or anything else. The description says Cardassian Station Damage Bonus. Guys, that's an ACC. It's Weapons Damage Bonus against Cardassian Armadas. That's all it is as of now. Okay? It's an Armada Control Center. That's it. It doesn't even do anything. I'm with you, K21. 10% of damage ain't nothing. Agreed. Okay? So, I, I do suspect... Bubba, that there's going to be future ramifications involved and, and attached to this building. I do. But we don't have them yet. Which is why I am encouraging and teaching about trying to progress through this thing pretty efficiently because that could become relevant. You're right. It could become relevant sooner than later. Guys, we're going to take a break. When we come back, uh, we will talk about heavy hitter today the changes that were made there, uh, and where is the best hostile to score on. It's not a one-size-fits-all answer. As a matter of fact, the solo leaderboard brackets are actually kind of giving the answer to that clue. We're going to talk about it on the other side of this break. My name is Ultimate DJs. This is Talking Trek, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. Back in a second. Hang on. This portion of the show brought to you by Facebook.com slash MN Toy Posse. MN Toy Posse is a group of professionals gathered together around their love of something not only fun and youthful, but also a big business today. Toys, folks. Toys. Whether it's old toys or new toys, expensive toys, antique toys, or brand spanking new releases, these guys can help you find it, buy it, or sell it. I have yet to find a challenge they could not meet. So check them out. Your absolute toy professionals at facebook.com slash MN Toy Posse. It's my toy posse for the toy collector in all of us. More from Talking Trek coming up right after this break. PvpTarget.com is a site with a whole host of tools for the players, not only at veteran status in this game, but also for brand new players, giving you insights into PvP banding, crews, and ROE used by many servers. PvpTarget.com can help you get your feet under you with respects to all things player versus player. Visit their website for our player's guide regarding lawful attacks, warships, and even a glossary of terms for use right here inside Star Trek Fleet Command. Visit PvpTarget.com today. That's PvpTarget.com. This program is made possible in part by a grant from Slimex, the really cheap watches that drip machine oil. Perineum sunning is the newest health craze sweeping the nation. But you don't want to be the only pantsless person doing it alone. Well, now you don't have to with PerineumPartners.com. At PerineumPartners.com, we'll team you up with others in your area looking to shine a little light on their dark side of the moon, just like you. I just had my first child last month, and if there's anything my perineum needs right now is to get some sun on my bum. Just download the app 
Create a profile specific to your Grundle needs. Then sit back and soak in all the new friend requests of people just as unashamed as you. People have always told me my perineum was one of my top three physical traits. Now I can show it off to everyone. Perineumpartners.com Because no one needs to be tanning their taint alone. Next! Uh, Yeah, hi. Can I have a medium pumpkin spiced coffee, please? I'm sorry. We stopped selling pumpkin spice products last week. But... Just missed out, too. Too bad. We were running it for the last three and a half weeks. Maybe next year. But... But I'm with you. I really love pumpkin. I mean, who doesn't? But it's only September. Can I offer you an eggnog spice latte? In September? I know. Christmas is right around the corner, right? It's the most wonderful time of the Welcome back, everybody. Good afternoon to you. No, Stephen Aaron. <laughs> this is not the Night Rider. Know, but it's not the Night Rider theme song. What's wrong? Ripper. Ripper. Stephen Aaron thinks this is a Night Rider theme song. <laughs> I did not say that. Uh, it sounds like it. It, it has that, that yeah, little please, element in there. Please. Okay, I'm good with that. Ripper, do you, do you want to introduce the song? Today's musical inspiration has been provided by one heroic criminal Tashcan. Welcome in to the stage today, buddy. How are you? Is Ripper gone? Aw, that stinks. That means he actually missed his song. All right. It's called Vibrancy. And I'm sure I'm not saying it right. It's by a, a group, a German techno group called Ty- Tyco. Am I saying that right? I hope so. Uh, good afternoon, everybody. Welcome into the show. Appreciate you. Thank Sorry, my friend. I can't do that, Michael. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. Uh, Bumpkus says you need fewer whales on the panel. Uh, listen, I, uh, I asked Truck and Chick to be here. She exploded her riding lawnmower, so she's dealing with that. Uh, and where's Karkin? Karkin even texted me and said, yeah, I'm coming. And he's not here. Um... Listen, I, Bumpkiss, Bumpkiss, I don't know that that's actually necessarily 100% accurate, uh, but it is a perspective that, you know, and I've said this to Bubba before, I think you forget things sometimes, and it's okay. I forget things sometimes. Absolutely. Like, guys, and not only that, not only do we forget things sometimes, but things change, right? Like, I was having a conversation here a couple of days ago with somebody uh, when we were talking about, uh, God, I don't even remember what it was, level 10 versus level 15 holodeck, right? Uh, because there was a thing that happened this week, right? Like you've got a level 10 mission that was launched, but the holodeck is level 15 to build it, right? How many people got affected by that? Did you guys know that? The, the hoodwinked mission is ops locked to level 10, but the holodeck requires level 15 to build it. That's goofy, right? And it was escalated. And while it is a goofy mistake, it is a game design error. I'm like, okay, it's fine. It's fine. Just go to bed and wake up and you'll be 15. All right? Which, which, was, <laughs> which, 
which was not well received by, by the player that, that brought that to me. I mean, obviously I was teasing, but really, really truthfully, how long does it take to go from level 10 to level 15? The answer is about 20 hours. Okay. I mean, truthfully one day. Okay. So uh, Nathan, not two weeks, dude, two weeks. No, dude, two weeks. You'll, you, you could have a Sally in two weeks. All right. Now you go back three years. Yeah. It could have been a month level 15 to level 20. I don't know. It probably was several weeks four years ago. So my point is not even that we don't remember because even I forget things, but things change. Things are changing. All right. But that's also, that's also why I, I kind of, I'll, I'll argue with Bubba a little bit, but listen, Bubba's not going to come out here and say, I know what's best for a level 20. It's never going to happen. He doesn't feel that way, but his problems are not our problems. On the other hand, his problems aren't our problems okay like let's just be clear about that Bubba Joe uh how much titanium does it take to repair your to repair your ship again I don't remember can you can you remind us uh six billion six six billion six or seven billion. guys when was the last time you you even owned six billion titanium like ever like e- ever have you ever owned six billion titanium I think I have once or twice what's up buddy guys Oliver DJs is hanging out you want to say hi real quick you got to talk into the mic if you're going to here what's up hi. What's up, buddy? What are you doing? Well, I came over here to tell you. You got talking to the mic. They can't hear you. I can't hear you either. You came over here to tell me what? If you can. Did you get my Lego set? Oh, no, not today. Guys, Oliver played in a football game today. You want to tell him how you did? Dude. So, listen, you guys know Oliver's Oliver's not, not like the biggest kid on the team. He ain't a big kid, okay? But for whatever reason today, Bubba Joe, his coach had him had him plugging out the hardest yards today, okay? The, so when he was the ball carrier, they sent him straight up the gut, straight up the middle. And even when that happened, little Oliver DJs was still scratching out five and six yards per carry straight up the middle. He did not yet have uh, – he did not have a carry today, Bubba Joe, that took him around to the sides. He had no carries that got him to the sideline so he could break out. They sent him up the gut every single time, and his yards per carry was like six. Those are hard yards, guys, okay? Like, that's hard yardage when you have to go straight at the middle. So he did that on offense, didn't you? You did great on offense. Then on defense, he was he was all over the field, man. He was throwing tackles, and he was wrapped. And, and there was a big kid. There was a big kid on the other team, Bubba Joe. I mean – Seriously, he, be, he was a big kid, wasn't he? He should be on TV. You think he should be at the next league up? Well, he's your age, so he's allowed to play. He was a big kid, Bubba. Monster, okay? And they were having trouble tackling him because, I mean, he was twice the size of any kid out there. Every team has one of those, right? Like, there's always that one kid you're like, whoa. All right, this team had, had a kid like that. He was just like, whoa. But, you know, Oliver, <laughs> the first time, he, he stiff-armed you back the next week, didn't he? Yeah, he <laughs> he ran up to Oliver and just like like he was a feather, Bubba Joe just whipped him out of the way. But what did Oliver DJs do the next time? You went for the legs, didn't you? You wrapped him up at his knees. Oliver got a tackle of a kid twice his size, Bubba Joe, because he wrapped him up at the knees. Didn't you, boy? Yeah, and he did that a couple of times. So big tackles earned him a Lego set today. 
I did not actually say I was going to get the Lego set today. I said you 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 earned the Lego set, and I will absolutely buy it. I'm going to let you pick it. Don't you want to pick one? Look, Al Bill says just sweep the leg. That's all you got to do. Go for the legs, man. All right, listen, Daddy's got to finish the, finish the show. You want to tell everybody bye real quick? No? Why are you being shy? I can't poop out Legos, dude. We're going to have to buy them. We'll have to order them, and they'll have to, they'll have to be delivered. I can't get them today. How am I supposed to? I mean, I mean, we I, could end the show. I mean, I don't. I, I, where am I? Where am I supposed to get Legos? Come on, yeah, I need Lego exocomps. Uh, well. I mean, I'm going <laughs> to Amazon them. I'm going to Amazon them, Boxer, but it's still going to take a day or two. Okay, it's, like they ain't going to be here today. Two or three days to get up on the mountain. Right? I yeah, that's right. It's a two day trek just to get to my house. <laughs> okay. Hey, you know what? The community wants to know what kind of Legos you what what Lego set do you want? Well, somebody's asking. Maybe they're gonna maybe they're gonna help you with one. You know, Christmas is coming. Maybe somebody will send you a Lego set for Christmas. What Lego set do you want? Come on, tell them real quick, because I gotta get back to the show. Well, We're running out of time. You see that big clock yeah. right there? See that big clock? It's counting down. When it gets to zero, I gotta go. Well, I <laughs> want a I want a You gotta talk into the mic. No one can hear you. What? Get out of here. Yo, Death get out. Star. Get Death out. Star. Get out of here. Yeah, yeah, that's right. You want a Star Trek one. Tell them again. They couldn't hear you. I want a Star Trek one. Thank you. You don't have, <laughs> don't have Star Trek. Yeah, I, you know, I don't think I've ever seen one either. Is it, is it licensing? No, I guess? It's uh, a licensing thing. Ah, boo. Or what? One more. We tried that last year. Yeah, throw one more out there real quick. Pokemon. Okay, there you go. All right, you run back in the house. Looking high and low for an enterprise, uh, enterprise kit. They don't have anything. Ooh, look at that! Look, Darksider has one there. That's Deep Space Nine right there. Look, that is two thousand eight hundred eighty-nine pieces. You don't want that? You're a master builder, though. You won't mess up on that. Daddy would help you. You want to build Deep Space Nine? Yo, how much is that set? How much is that set? Get it? It's not Lego. Oh, I, blue I don't, bricks. Blue bricks? What was blue bricks? That's fine. Do they still have instructions? Of course they still have instructions. I, I don't care. I'll buy that. How much is that? I want that I, it's a knockoff. It's fine. It's still building blocks. It's fine. Like, does it it's really matter? Fake. Does it matter? <laughs> Wait, you want this one? Yeah. All right. Uh, they want blue Mandalorians. What is that? That is the Razor Crest, and it's a thousand pieces. That's from the Mandalorian. You want that one? How much is that? A thousand pieces. That's going to be expensive, right? <laughs> yeah, that, that that's a, the baby that's a bird of prey right there. A hundred yeah, bucks? I bet it's about a hundred bucks. You know what? Do you, do you think you did a hundred dollars worth of damage on the field today? Yeah. <laughs> of course you do. Or maybe I could get a hundred dollars. Isn't there a one million piece Lego set? I've never heard of a one million piece. Oh my God, Oliver, you're choking me. All right, listen, dude, I've real, I gotta go. There's, there's the set for Oliver right there. Where's the set for Oliver? I the bird of prey. From uh, Cruzito. Where? Uh, what's Cruzitos? I don't see it. Uh, I'm trading five of his battle passes for the set. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys? <laughs> no. Listen, they want to know if you'll give them battle passes. They might give you Legos. Well. Whoa. I'm gonna give them a. I'm gonna do a mic giveaway. Actually. A what? Here, you. First of all, no one can ah! hear you. Here, Even no one. Better. No one can hear you. So talk into that. I want a. Wow, want... you got a buzz. I have to fix that. All right, what do you want to do? 
I'm going to do a million dollar giveaway. What? Get out of here. No. No, no you're done. You're shut no, down. Shut down. A hundred. A hundred. Yeah, get out of here. Let's, oh. yeah, let's go. Let's go. Yeah. Woo. Gotta clip it. Gotta cl cut that yeah, out of the show. See you later. Bye. You gotta cut that out of the show. Goodbye. <laughs> Kiss my shiny says, you're the best. So, uh, I, w I won't give away actually a hundred dollars. No, you're not giving away. Who? You, who where do you have a hundred dollars? Piggy bank. You're not giving. You're not opening your piggy bank to give away a hundred dollars. No, I. Yes, I, do it. Don't. No, Ripper says do it. Don't do it. Tell uh, Ripper. Tell Ripper. Shush. I want a squirrel. Even for ice cream. You want a squirrel? A Lego set. A Lego set squirrel. Here, no. Look at this one. A Lego squirrel. <laughs> a Lego squirrel. Look here. Wambulance shows you. Look at that. That looks like. We have, that we looks have like daddy. Squirrels fighting you every day. That, that, you know that looks like a it's tiger. Very fascinating. That's a cat. I know, but the tiger. Talking to the mic, dude. No one can hear you. It looks like He's a holding cat. the mic down at his hip. He's like, oh. Uh, listen. <laughs> Bumpkiss says if you did decide to give away, uh, if you did decide to give away a million dollars, it would equate to about. Uh, 150 Alliance Starbase speed ups. Do you think that's it's about right? No. <laughs> Probably. No, no, not happening. Not happening. Nope, that's way too expensive. No, no. I can't do Alliance Starbase speed ups. Way too pricey. Okay, we're out on that. But All right. I actually have seen that logo so right there. That's the Death Star. Yeah, you want that one? He he does want that one, dude. That's a lot of pieces. Well, well, three thousand eight hundred. No, I'm saying that I found out my Lego building. App. Talking to the mic. And uh, it's like it's really cool. It is really cool, isn't it? It's a thousand dollars. Well, I'm not. Well, Buy it. You gotta have a place to put that too. I'm only going to be selling like a hundred bucks, but not hundred, but probably twenty-five or so. Twenty-five what? What are you selling for twenty-five dollars? Uh, Legos. No, you're not selling Legos. Okay, listen, no, we got. I got to. I got to go. You. You. We got to. We got to talk about stuff. We got to talk about heavy hitter. You want to go hit? But you want to go be a heavy hitter. But first. First. <laughs> first. Yes. But first. If if. But wait, I there's more. But I, wait, there's more. But I'm getting ready to go to a championship. That's right, because you won your game today, didn't you? Yes. That's right, because you tackled him at the legs, didn't you? We never. We never lose. So, okay, that sounds a little bit arrogant, but that just means we're undefeated. That's what you say. Oh. <laughs> say we're undefeated. <laughs> well, we never lose, Baba Joe. Like, God, come on. Kicked all their butts. Ah, jeez. Undefeated so far. It is time to get crushed. <laughs> no, Ripper. We got to win the championship first. But if we win the championship, we get golden medals and a golden trophy yeah that's right a golden trophy oh, cool. and golden medals if we win the championship I, I i only won like one championship in that's the right you did last year what what happens if you don't win the championship what do you get you get second place which is first loser <laughs> <laughs> and uh, half an ice cream sundae no no ice cream sundaes man nothing poop half, half <laughs> rocks coal in a stocking that's what you get you got to win the game I'm going to win. That's right. We're going to win. Okay. Okay. All right. Say and, goodbye to everybody. First loser. No, I'm not crushing his spirit hashtag. I'm Spongebob. making sure that he knows that, that, that winning is winning and losing is participation. Spongebob. Okay. 
Winning is different <laughs> than participation. Exactly. What are you doing? Are you talking about SpongeBob? Shiny says go smash him. That's what he says. All right, buddy. Listen, I got to start on the show, okay? Bye. Look, my timer's running down. All right, I love you. I'll come and see you in a little bit. Do you want to play Roblox later? Yeah. Yeah. All right. You want to play Legos? Oh, I will gladly, I would much rather play with Legos than Roblox. All right, I love you. All right, no, the show's not over. <laughs> Oliver just decided that he needed to come out and talk to you guys for a few minutes. And listen, I'm never going to discourage that. He loves coming out and making content. As a matter of fact, Bubba Joe, I was going to let him stream Roblox to you guys last week. And actually, he, we were on our way. He stubbed his toe and he lost all will to live. All right, <laughs> he stubbed his toe. <laughs> He stubbed his toe and he was like, "Oh, that's it. It was over." He was crying. There this was a is, there was a drop of blood. This is the same kid who stuck a tree branch in their ear and lived with a piece of it for months. Stubbed his toe and lost a little live. Listen, it's it's the sight of blood. Like honest to God, he can go out on the football field and be ground into the dirt. All right, but if he sees a drop of blood on his toe, it's the end of the world. Okay, like it's seriously a big deal. Shinjo. You can just stop, stop the now. world. I want to get off. Yeah, Shinjo, please just stop. Uh, Shinjo has been giving me constant score updates, which don't involve the Packers uh, scoring. It, the score is now Vikings 20, Packers nothing. And, you know, I would just like for you to stop. Thank you. Oh, Shinjo says that's the first one I've given. Well, then all of you, yeah, uh, all of you, all of you stop, okay? I don't, need, I don't need to know about it. All right, listen, we got stuff. Uh, we got a couple of other things to do real quick. But, but Joe, listen. Spoilers. Uh, Oliver took some time there, so uh, the clock is still ticking down, okay? Let's talk a little bit about, uh, gosh, I don't know, Ripper. We, we, <sighs> dare we discuss espionage? Let's do it. Let's talk about espionage. Oh, I was going to talk about heavy hitter, DJ. but Ripper is very, no, very no, let's adamant. Do, let's do heavy hitter. I get, I get, I get angry again. <laughs> Otherwise, that's why I want to get it on tape. All right, that's really why I'd like to get it on but tape. But then you have to do a lot of edits. No, no, please don't make me do edits. All right, if we, if we do, if we do espionage, you have to do edits. <laughs> All right, then we'll then we'll pass on it for now. Let me let me just let me just lay this out, okay? For espionage, I know that there's not been enough information given. I will also agree that the cooldown system has been confusing to some players. Here's the bottom line. At the end of the day, you are just going through the missions. You are trying to figure out who's a giant big old sus bucket, all right? Who is not acting acting like themselves, all right? Who's sus, Who's the imposter? Who's faking DJ their tasks? Who's faking their tasks? Okay, and you're gonna spend the isolinear rods on that officer. I think part of what of the confu- part of the confusion has been that there's been multiple bundles. There's been different cooldowns. There's been this and that, and it and it, and I can acknowledge that some people are confused by that. I have not found it to be wildly uh, confusing. All right, just spend them on the officer that you think is the spy. Simple. But there is confusion with the with the different names of the bundles and confusion. But, you know, the different names of the bundles are just giving different currencies. Some of them are giving alliance medals or the, the research medals. Some of them are giving away teams assignment speed-ups. Some of them are giving away orb fragments, okay? You can, you, it just depends. And, and while I don't, uh, while I don't want to get cussed at by Ripper, 
Uh, it, it's not the purest, simplest form of reward choice. I agree with that, but there are different bundles. They do have different contents. The most important thing is just that you're investing the isolinear rods into the officer you think is the spy. Okay? I got a question. Go ahead. All right. If, if this this is running through the end of December, like through all the all the DS9 arcs? Correct. Right? Yes. All right. Are they... Is this... Uh, you hinted that maybe these these three officers weren't going to be the only officers. I do not know. What I'm saying is I would not – I don't know if it's wise to bank the currency. We have been told that players will not benefit by hoarding the isolinear rods, okay? That wow. is a verbatim quote, and I got to be honest with you. If that's the quote that I'm getting, then I'm reading between the lines, and I'm being told, spend the currency, Okay. We saw it with Borg points. Where they it, it could also be because they're on a timer that you're not going to have enough time if you bank them, if you wait till the last month as well. You know? That's possible, but the timers, the, last moment. The, the timers are more for that particular bundle, uh, which is that yeah. particular form of rewards, and there's been several different bundles. There's been ones for fragments. There's been some for... Uh, yeah, but if you can only uh, redeem one per each time period but that's not correct that's not correct some of these refines are on a 24-hour cooldown some of them are on a two-hour cooldown okay so my my, my question really was this if there are going to be additional um suspects down the road and you don't think any of these three are the imposter then i don't why would you spend anything now i don't think that's advisable mark uh, I think you should go with the choices you got in front of you. All right. I, I don't know what they're going to do. Listen, narratively, it makes sense. It makes sense that they are going to. If, if we're going, if we're trying to find a spy and we're using the same currency and we, and, 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 or not the same currency necessarily, but we're using these Intel briefs. If we know that this is going to be a four month thing, then it does seem like these are the only three options, but I don't know, Mark, they have not specifically told me. All right. And I've, I've specifically asked, and they have not specifically told me the answer to that. So, so I think they're not going to tell us the answer to that. And I would not risk ending this month with a bank of isolinear rods. You might not get to, to spend them at all, okay? And moreover, it's not the end of the world if you guess incorrectly what we have been told is that these intel briefs are going to be used essentially as a redemption item later. So if you get the officer right, if you invest more into that officer, you're going to get bigger rewards when it comes time. You you remember the epic finale to 5 of 11's arc, the Borg epic finale when you finally you got the frame? <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> I was right. Was to say did you, did you, remember? you miss the quotes there? Okay. Listen, I'm not saying this time they didn't use the word epic. We're going to add a new word to our dictionary. The word is significant okay that was the word this time significant okay so yeah players who who guess correctly are going to get a significant reward which means that that potentially players that don't choose correctly may not get any reward i don't know they have also acknowledged that some players might want to play it safe and evenly invest so somebody's doing eight hours what and eight does, hours and eight hours. Okay, fine. 
or eight, not eight hours, but like eight briefs, eight briefs, eight briefs. Like you can do it evenly if you want. Or if you want to invest heavily, like currently, I think I've got like two for Cisco and maybe four for Kira and like 14 for O'Brien. That's what I got right now. I think he's acting big old sus bucket. Okay. If you have done the hoodwinked mission, and by the way, you somebody asked, and it's a fair question, you wouldn't know if you didn't get the missions, but I will tell you, the core missions, the one that were 35 plus, absolutely nothing in it. Absolutely nothing in it. There was no clue, no interaction, nothing that made me feel anything at all. Hoodwinked, on the other hand, Bubba Joe, like, I don't feel like Miles O'Brien's that much of a bumbling fool. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's acting suspect to me. And I'm not trying to do, and I'm not trying to do uh, spoilers. You guys can make your own decision. Hoodwinked is only Ops 10 plus. Okay? It's only Ops 10 plus, so everybody can do that mission. Rucker says we don't know if we got any clues at all. What do you mean? I'm you telling you. You don't even have to do the missions. You can read it all online. Yeah, you can read them all on Ripper site if you wanted to, but Hoodwinked is where it is. Okay? Level 10 plus. Scopely has not told me who the imposter is. They have not. I just think that it does it, it feels out of character. Okay? It feels out of character. And that's what we're looking for. That is the sleuthing, the sleuthing. That's the investigation. There's no answer, guys. There is no answer out there. There's not an A, B, C, D. Who done it in the kitchen with the candlestick? That's not it. It does not say, here is your clue, community. Okay? It's not there. You are just simply hanging out with your buddies, and one of them's acting like he's not himself. EJ? Yes. What does it mean to choose the imposter? What? So, you... Okay, if I put the same number of tokens into each bucket, do I, will I get a reward at the end? You will get Maybe. a reward, yes. Because you are okay. playing it safe. If that's what you want to do, then you will get a reward at the end because... Your intel briefs are going to be the redemption item for the prize. So the more that you've put into an officer, if that officer ends up being the imposter, then you're going to get multiple redeems. And then that's going to be, apparently... And listen, it can't obviously be an avatar in a frame because they're redemption items, okay? So if I've got 25 of them versus 5 of them, it's just 25 times I get to pull that chest or 5 times I get to pull that chest. Okay. Johnny Five says, what happens if we think we figured it out, dump everything into our guests, and it's wrong? Are we SOL? Yes. You are correct. Listen, if it's a if it's a frame and I don't get it, the office is gonna burn. I don't think it can be a frame because unless you know, unless it's multiple stuff, but like the, the Intel briefs are the redeems. Okay? They are the redeems. I thought we didn't want to talk about it. I I mean, I, I, I needed to address it. People have come to me with a ton of questions about espionage. So I want to make sure that the questions are answered. I also opened it by acknowledging that I can understand why you're unhappy with the design. I understand that you're unhappy with the cooldowns. I understand that you're, unha that you're confused by how it's no, presenting. Here. Okay. Here, here's the very simple answer. Go ahead. You're going to have to talk. I am start yelling. with the user experience. Scopely, get some people that are actually knowledgeable in user experience and show it to them. And and by that you mean 
What 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 is your that's, frustration? That's what I'm gonna say. Well, what's user experience? I don't. I mean, clearly you and I have a disconnect on this because we were talking earlier, and I I like the event. You're like, it's not about the event. And I'm like, okay, then is it about the complication of it? You're like, it's not about choosing the officer. You, you're saying that it has to do with the, the types of bundles or the cooldowns or, or even the communication. Like, what, what, is, what are you saying? What is user experience? Let's, let's not get into this. I get angry. That's what I'm trying to do. I'm poking. I'm poking. Do you do you poke, really poke, want to do poke. edits? No, I don't want. But just, I mean, you then, don't have to. Not. You don't have to drop a bunch of f bombs. Just speak your mind. Poke, poke, poke. It, it, what he's telling you is, if he speaks his mind, you're going to have to do edits. Poke, 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 poke. <laughs> really, really don't want to do you, edits. You, but you, I, I, mean, I want you your perspective. Say I should speak my mind. I know, I, I know, you I should did. know what in my what, oh, what's in God. my mind. All right, uh, listen, Stevens, Aaron, just just throw one here. Just throw, go ahead and throw a Podmon. No, no, DJ, go. that's not. <laughs> I, I want your opinion on this. The people want to hear your voice. Listen, that's what we'd say, Bubba Joe, right? Listen, like, there's always I a voice for everybody. Should be more than enough for Scopely to figure it out. I like this event. There's a lot of people who don't, Bubba Joe. And, and while I don't personally understand that, I, I can understand what Ripper's talking about with the cooldowns and it being confusing. There's been very little information in the game, but I think that's a part of it. Like, that's a part well, of, okay. the, of so, the mystery, is that it's so not me, being discussed heavily. Like, let, let me put it this way, DJ. If I give you a bag full of Legos and tell you to build me a Millennium Falcon with no instructions, how happy are you going to be building the Millennium Falcon? You've that's never seen Legos before. That's not what this is. Okay, it's this is that is exactly what no, this is. No, it's yes, not. it is. Absolutely. That is exactly what this is. Okay. Okay. Which is why Ripper's upset. Which is why I'm upset. Which is interesting. A lot of people agree with you. I just, I just don't on get the it. Other side of that, we have the most beautiful, transparent path to sourcing Cisco that we have ever had mm -hmm. ever yep and so we have this where they finally have given us information on how we can get cisco shards and then we have this completely abstract just use tokens to try and get like but here's the first thing. off how many first off how many people read the missions that we've talked about that for 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 months if not years now that there are people that don't read the missions because if they have a ship sitting there, it's going to get blown up. Fair enough. We have people that don't read the missions because they're bad. And so Scope. now we have to read the missions so that Scope. we can try and have a guess as to who the imposter is. Like, Scopely, Scopely mm, didn't say there were hints in the mission. No, they did not. No, they didn't. All right. Maybe there aren't any in there. You S are S implying. I have told you. You are implying. I have told you that there's hints in the missions. There's, there's, here's the thing. From what I can see, there are no, not even a hint of an information on where to get hints. It's just basically a blind guess with a confusing menu. Yeah, this, this event might as well have been written by Ikea as, as clear as it is. Mm. See, and, and me, maybe, maybe I'm just, maybe I am the exception in this. I can accept that. I've been wrong 
in the eyes of the community on more than many occasions, Bubba Joe. I mean, I, I sometimes say stuff that you guys think I'm batshit crazy for. I like it. You know, this I is actually like just gambling. Hmm. You put... No, no, it is. It's basically... I'm forming an opinion in my head. You put your money on something, and then eventually, maybe you win. Maybe. Oh, you don't. This Maybe. is actually gambling. See, I, I disagree. I think I'm forming an opinion over who the imposter is based on their mannerisms. Now, listen, in fairness, if you if you have never watched Deep Space Nine, then you probably don't know what the hell you're doing. Cool. All right? But this is a Star Trek property. It's a Star Trek game. It's surrounded in Deep Space Nine, and I like the fact that it's narratively tied and I think your knowledge of these players' personal or these characters' personalities is going to benefit you when going through these missions. Okay? But if you look at the chat, I am 100% wrong and the gin- most ginormous asshole ever. So, you know, whatever. So let's turn. People have asked. So let's, <laughs> fine. let's turn to what I'm talking about with the Cisco sourcing. Uh, okay. Game news. Game yep. news. Go to your in-game news. Oh, somebody cracked All my face. Right. Looky there. Should probably put up a shield. Okay, in-game news. Where uh, <laughs> this month's Arc Runner, and Might by the way, so, someone should screenshot this because I'm pretty sure it's going to go down um, after the auction. Okay? Somebody puts I, up... I got it. Uh, somebody puts up uh, from Scopely Lab Ops a detailed path of acquisition towards this month's Epic Officer which nothing like this has ever been done with this level of detail. I love it. When it came out, Bubba I Joe... I just put it in the graphics room. When it came out, I, met, I sent a message to the Ark Runner. I said, by the way, how about this? Beautiful, well done. Can we do this all the time? Like, I didn't even need y'all's, y'all's uh, opinion on this. This is good. This is very, very good. Bubba, break it down for us. Where are we earning Cisco this month? So we have recruit leaderboards, okay, and we have um, we have three of those for Cisco. The second one will be Cisco and Kira, uh, Cisco and Miles, and the third one looks like it'll be Cisco and Kira. So we have three chances to get uh, Cisco, okay. Then there are milestone events where we can get up to thirty-seven shards of Cisco. Okay, and they are scheduled to run the 9th through the 11th, 16th through the 18th. So those are the ones that are parallel to the recruit leaderboards. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's also a milestone event called a certain station in Wormhole that runs all month long. Um, and another solo milestone that will be run 20th through the 24th. So there's milestone events to get 37 shards. So and the, certain station, that, the certain station in Wormhole, just to be clear... That is your server milestone, your instance milestone, which is determined by your server's ability to complete the missions. Okay? There are shards in there. How many did it say, Bubba Joe? Because I'm counting six, I think. Five. Counting five shards Uh, in there. Five shards. Yep. I see five shards there. Where was the next one? The next one is a solo milestone called Counterintelligence Trivia. This is a test your knowledge of Deep Space Nine quotes, and you can get two shards there. Okay. How many were in the paired milestones, did it say? Ten. So ten runs three times, that's 30. Yep, so there's 30. So where's the other seven? Oh, there were five in the instance milestone. So there's two more somewhere else? And then two 
two in the in the uh, the quotes milestone that runs at the end towards the end of the month, towards the end of the arc. Ah, the counterintelligence trivia at the end of the month. All right, so there's two shards there. So there's 37 yep, so completely yep. free to play. Yep. Well, I don't know if you uh, that you got the you got the material spend SMSs, which are not. I mean, you're not having to compete for them. They are guaranteed results. Let me put them that way. All right, because the material spends can be tough. They can be tough. I know some people do struggle with those, so they can be expensive if you've got the materials. That may or may not be free to play, but at least it's guaranteed yield, right? Like you know what you can get if you put in. You're not having to compete or or get sniped off a leaderboard. 37 shards will be made available, okay? Made available. What else we got, Bubba Joe? So that's 37. Oh. Let's leave the leaderboards out for a moment. You got 37. What else okay. do you got? If you complete the free battle pass, you have two shards there. Okay, so 39. If you complete the elite battle pass, there are 18 shards there. So 20 bucks puts you with 18 more, okay? Uh, you can also get him from the Orb, Org Fragment Recruit and the Orb of Prosperity Recruit bundles. That's not guaranteed, though, right? Not guaranteed, but okay. those are other sources for... Or Cisco. Okay, very the, good. If you buy the Elite Battle Pass Unlock Packs, that'd be the $100 pack. You can get 25 shards. Mm. And then okay. the Collector's Edition Deep Space Niners Pack that will be the web store only has another 25 shards. Oh, so, okay, that'll be a pack. And that's available in Exola only, it looks like, guys. Deep yep. Space Niners on September 20th, a 24-hour pack. 24 hours only, September 20th. All right. Don't know why. That's just what I've been told. Why does it? Why does it? Why? Why? Why does it say collector's edition? Yeah. Is there a cosmetic involved? There could be a cosmetic. There could be a projectile. There could be. Now listen, Broncosa says free to play won't get him. Don't know why you're shocked. He's an epic. Uh, and no, free to play are not guaranteed him. All right, but there are other opportunities, right, Bubba? So there was a couple of places you could buy pack. I mean, listen, truthfully, truthfully, Bubba Joe. This uh, this is gonna sound weird saying it, but this is an officer for the first time ever that you, uh, for the first time in a long time, that you can just straight up buy. Right, Bubba Joe. I mean, if you if you buy the packs, you will get him. Right, ninety nine dollar ninety nine dollar unlimited uh, uh, battle pass pack, the uh, ninety nine dollar collector's edition pack. There's fifty. Um, there's another twenty. In the battle pass, so now you're at 70 plus 37 from events. There's 107. How many shards does it take to tear him up? I think it's 110. Oh, it's 110. So <clears throat> you would need a top 50 place in one of the three leaderboards or uh, potentially uh, in the orb fragments, you could, get, you could get a shard, potentially a couple of shards there, whatever. So really, truthfully, this is two hundred dollars that's getting you one hundred and seven out of the one ten, Bubba Joe, two hundred mm -hmm. bucks, which is well, and you're going to get some you're going to get some draws out of both of those chests. I agree. If you've been participating in the events, you're going to have some draws. Not a guarantee to get them, but I would say that the odds are with you. I agree with that. Okay. Now Broncos is saying there's no clear path for free to play, and no, not at this point. Uh, unless you look at the uh, recruiting leaderboards, the solo leaderboards, in which case, you know, you have a path there. Uh, but no, there is not a free-to-play 
guaranteed unlock this month. And I don't know, I don't know that, that that should be an expectation. I know that we have had that in the past. All right. And I love it when it does happen, Bubba Joe. But it's not always a thing. It doesn't happen every well, single month. Okay, but let's be fair. I mean, I, I, let's be fair to Scopely here. That's happened once. It's actually happened three times total. Yeah, for an epic. Yeah, you had eleven of eleven. Wait, is he an epic? Yeah, he's no. Had, no, he's a rare. Oh, never mind that. So it's happened once. Tendy. Yep. That's it. Tendy was the only one. Okay, so eleven of eleven and and four of eleven were both rare. Wow, I don't know why I thought they were epic. That's weird. Okay, so um, you had Tendi. I thought they were epic. Thank you. I thought they were epic. Wait. You're killing me, guys. Wait. No, yes. 11 of 11? Uh, Hang on. Am I losing my mind? Community, are you wrong? You're making me sound a fool here. <laughs> I thought they were epics, too. Let's see. Um. Four of 11. Yes, they're epics. Thank you. I knew I wasn't crazy, community. God, thank you. Bubba Joe, Jesus. All right, yes. Three, four, and 11 are all epic. Now, four and 11, though, were the only two that got the meta. Okay? Three and four were the only ones that got the meta. Uh, I'm sorry. Four and 11 got the meta. Three was auction. Okay? That's Borg to Pring. Okay? Um, That was... Uh, an auction, but Stan and Barrett, they had metas. There you go. Thank you. God, I knew I wasn't crazy on that. Then you had Tendi, and I also have some people saying Rom was guaranteed. Did, was Rom? I don't think Rom, not free to play, guys. Rom did have a path, but I remember you guys being very fussy about it because that path involved a one hundred dollar purchase. Okay. Correct. You had to get the elite battle, the $100 yeah, battle pack. You had to buy the $100 pack to do ROM. Un- unless you Divine. Had to get the elite. Yeah, the elite, elite ones. And, and uh, listen, Divine says, I got him free to play. You, you could have, but you played in an auction. There was not a meta for ROM, okay? Well, it was not I, a you meta could have also it. gotten it from the chests. That's right. You could have got them from the Dabos because I'm pretty sure there were some there was some luck involved there. But there was not a guaranteed no spend path on ROM. So yeah, it's happened three times ever. All right, and when it happened, we were very happy. We hoped it would become you know the new normal. It really has not. All right, so I'm not really gonna sit up here and burn them down for not giving Benjamin Cisco for free. I'm not. He's actually a pretty decently valuable officer. All right, especially with regards to armadas, which are, for some players, very important in this game. Moreover, he's going to be providing, uh, he's going to get some synergy, which is going to, uh, you know, from Miles, which, well, that's not fair because he's a pay officer. You're going to get synergy from Kira, all right, which also, I guess, technically involves pay. Kira is going to be available guaranteed for 20 bucks. Okay, you can get Kira for twenty bucks if you buy the uh, twenty dollar battle pass pack. And and we've done the testing on this, we've shown it on screen, Bubba Joe. Deep Space Nine Armada crew, no joke. It's really not. Miles O'Brien is no flipping joke. Miles, Miles O'Brien's great. Miles O'Brien is insane. I mean, just insane. If, if <sighs> He, he is an Armada officer, Bubba Joe. There is no denying that. 
All right. I, it, it might be tough to find a solid good use for him by himself, you know, unless you're going to use Picard Beverly, but then you're using a couple of other slots. But I'm here to tell you, Miles O'Brien is stupidly good. Just, just stupid. Great for ATAs today. Huh? He's great oh, he's for good, ATAs, good for right ATAs now. today. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, hey, listen, real, real good. All right. Real, real good. Star Ocean says O'Brien is not good without Picard Beverly. Uh, that is false. Uh, yeah. I mean, listen, the proc rate's low. It's only 25%, Bubba. Okay. We didn't like when Mud's proc rate was that low, so I can understand that perspective. Um, but oh, no, it's wait. good. I'm sorry. And, I, I have a different perspective. And by the way, you are incorrect. I so Pike, uh, Picard, Beverly does still work. Okay. But let's do the math on that. It's not 100%. Okay. Remember, the proc chance is the variable. So if that's 25% of tier one, let's look at Picard Beverly. What's the Picard Beverly bonus? What is it? It's 120%. Plus 120. It's 120%. So if we're going to take 25 and multiply by 2.25, there is... 2.2. Sorry, 2.2. Sorry. Uh, Yeah, 2.2. 25 times 2.2, there's your tier one proc chance is still only 55%. Okay? As a matter of fact, we did this on Twitch. Take him up to tier two, Bubba Joe. Is he a guarantee? Nope. No. Tier three, he's got to be a guarantee by then, right? Nope. No. Tier four, is he a guarantee? Gets real close. That gets close, but not quite. Guys, they built this officer with Picard Beverly in mind. They ain't stupid. It takes tier five to get this officer to max benefit. Okay, I I hear you, Ripper. (laughs) It takes tier five to get this officer to a guaranteed proc. Okay? Now, that's going to take a long time, Bubba Joe. Probably going to take a long time. But we do like to compare today benefits versus down-the-road benefits. Guys, I'm here to tell you, Miles O'Brien is a new and twice as good 6 of 11 when it comes to Armadas. Just, I mean, at Tier 5, at Tier 5, he is lights out, knock him out, drag him out on Armadas. Will be. And then you get some synergy uh, towards, you know, Kira or Cisco or whatever else you're, you're working on there. Okay, listen, the Deep Space Nine crew is no joke. I know some people are not seeing it, but I'm I'm here to tell you. I've seen some of the testing on it. It it is the new destination armada crew. It's going to take a long time for the common everyday player to have it, but it also took a long time for the common everyday player to get five of eleven and six of eleven. Right, Bubba Joe? I mean, six of eleven was really not good at tier one. Agreed. It it had an impact, but he wasn't great. Yes. Where did where did there wasn't of- need for it at tier one when it was introduced? Mm, not for you, not for you, maybe. Okay, but but for a lot of G three players, yeah, big deal. It wasn't until you teamed him up five six Kirk on the Enterprise until you started really seeing benefits. Five five six, six. yeah, big time. Seven. Yeah. <laughs> I remember the day when people originally poo-pooed 6 of 11 saying he wasn't going to be worth anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Wham, I agree with you. I'm thinking probably, uh, he says Tier 3. Um, I probably started seeing benefit out of Tier 2, but Tier 3 is realistic. 
Tier three is absolutely realistic, okay, for him to start becoming good. And, I mean, tier five, he's lights out. Okay? As Glossio says, yo, can you talk to us a little bit about Kira? Is Kira a new six of 11? Does it only take one for the Armada? Well, what are we talking about? Are we talking about uh, captain's maneuver or officer? Because if it's officer, I don't know about that. All right? This is a U ability. So let's look at the officer ability. As Glossio asked about the officer ability. Kira Norris decreases mitigation, Bubba Joe, of the Armada by 10% of attack every time you hit it with a weapon. So here's, I do think it's 6 of 11, but 6 of 11 is not a one time in the Armada thing. Okay? It's not. So, so hang on. So they're doing different things. Right, but I'm, I'm referring to the fact that even now, you can't have one person in the Armada and 6 of 11's benefits spread to everybody. It doesn't work that way. Your well, but piercing that's what Kira does if she works the way she's written. Which is interesting because when they first brought out Armadas, oh, they didn't allow I do see what you're effect. saying. I see what you're saying. Oh, good question. Uh-huh. That actually is a what? good question. Okay, sorry, Esclasio. I actually misunderstood your question. You're right because 6 of 11 is attacking your shot. So let me look at, at 6 of 11 here. Okay, thank you. It's in the chat. Thank you, K21. When attacking an Armada target. Every time the ship hits the opponent with a weapon, 6 of 11 increases the piercing awe of the ship. See, that's yours. Good, yep. very good question. So you're saying this one is decreasing the mitigation of the armada. Yep. And so it therefore would be a, affecting the armada for everybody, and so multiple cures are not necessary. Ooh. That's I'll, what we were theorizing on your Twitch the other day. Yeah, I get you that now. You might only need like two of them. That is correct. Yeah. So, yeah, you probably don't need to run an, an entire team of five, probably a couple of them, maybe one or two, because it is also stat-based, right? So, now, with right. the current with the current Spock down bug, you would want somebody, you know, higher up in the line with better stats to be able to, to run this officer, okay, is what you'd probably want, because then the lower Kiras of the same tier – should, in theory, use the same stats and then decrease the mitigation more. Now, this is but, not per shot. Just be aware it is per weapon of the ship. So if, you're, if your ship has one weapon, but it fires two shots, then you're only getting one proc per round. On the other hand, if it's like a pylum where you've got three weapons, uh, then you'll get three procs per round. Okay, so it's not per shot. Um, so... Yeah, no, that's an interesting uh, interesting idea. And yeah, I think you're right. And I think Ripper's verifying it. You only need probably a couple of them per armada. Six is for you. See, it affects six increases the piercing of your ship. Kira is decreasing the mitigation of the armada, which means everybody will get better piercing as a result of it. And this is what I'm talking about, Bubba. I feel like these crew, they don't look super overwhelming. But all of these in unison, they are probably going to be really good. So you've got extra piercing. That's the 6 of 11 through Kira, right? That's 6 of 11, but it's for the entire team, right? Let's take a look at Miles O'Brien. Extra shots. No way that's not a good thing, okay? 
the extra. Uh, dude, I did one the other night now, uh, and I did it tier one. So only 55%. I did it with Picard, Beverly, and Miles. Uh, so I was only at 55%, Bubba Joe. Ten rounds I went in the Armada, I threw 100 shots from my pylum. 100 shots from the pylum. It was a magical round three, wasn't it? Or round five. Yeah. I don't remember what round it was, but we went through it all on the Twitch. you had three in a row. I'll tell you, as a matter of fact, I'll post that after the show. That was, you know, we've done one or two Twitches that are just amazingly scientific, Bubba Joe, very mathematical. This is a really, really good one. Like, there is some super deep testing on these officers, Armadas. We did some stuff with Troy and stuff with Gala against the Carmadas. Like, this was a super good one. If you guys want to really super nerd out, I'll put that one up on YouTube. It was very just, it was super nerdy. Like, if you if you feel like you got a headache, don't watch it. Okay? It was really, really math. Um, Divine says, waiting on that edited vid. I'm not going to, no, I don't edit them. I just copy and paste. Let's put them up. Uh, so it should be good. Do multiple Kira's stack. Uh, the officer ability? Yeah, of course. If you're going to run five of them, then it's just going to go faster. But there is a floor. That's what Karkin was talking about. There's a floor of mitigation, or a floor of piercing, rather. So you probably don't need to run that many. All right? So you got six of 11 reinvented in Kira. You've got extra shots, which is, Bubba Joe, after all, the mind-melting ability of strike team is extra shots. All right? So you got extra shots coming out of Miles O'Brien. Always a good thing. Then we take a look at Benjamin Sisko captain's maneuver which is clearly where he's meant to be captain's maneuver increasing it what oh sorry i'm sorry i critical chance i had a major brain fart for a second i'm so sorry captain's maneuver benjamin cisco captain's maneuvers increasing mitigation. mitigation all right so so who do we run with six of 11 usually bubba joe in armadas Five of 11. Five of 11. Okay, so here we go. Five of 11. By the way, getting synergy. Has anybody looked at that synergy? It's ginormous. You got 400% captain's maneuver for Benjamin Sisko. Okay? You get 500% per side synergy. Guys, what is five of 11's maximum potential synergy? Anybody know? Uh, 800. It, it is actually 1,000. Okay. Sorry, sorry. What is Benjamin Sisko's? 1,200. 1,400%, Bubba Joe. Now. It's plus 500? It's plus 500 per side. Now, think about this. Guys, do you remember? And by the way, my prediction never came to pass. At least it hasn't yet. Or maybe it has finally this month. You remember when Troy came out and I said... Something is going to happen with Troy. Something is going to make her relevant. We got a bigger target. Remember, Bubba Joe? Uh, we had we had Jordy at the time who came out in that arc, and we said deep space armadas are coming. You remember? By the way, K twenty one. I wasn't wrong. I was uh, Troy never came to pass, but the deep space armadas came. We knew that was coming because of Jordy and because of Troy. Now, we also theorized that a big bad target was coming, Bubba Joe, because of Troy's captain's maneuver. I mean, why put a captain's maneuver in the game 
that is more percentage than needed by any target in the game. As a matter of fact, we joked, maybe it was going to come, and it got scrapped. Platinum Armadas, remember, Bubba Joe? We even had Platinum Loot that showed up in the game. Well, maybe it's scrapped. Maybe it never showed up. Maybe they changed their plans. Whatever, Troy never manifested. Until now. Because again, all everybody was screaming about Gala, and while Gala is absolutely the inroad, absolutely the inroad for the general community, I'm here to tell you, mathematically, scientifically, and we proved it in multiple armadas with multiple battle logs, you are taking less damage with Troy. It doesn't make sense to me, Bubba Joe, but I think it has something to do with the other abilities. Because listen, let's look at Troy versus Gala. Gala, for example, will reduce critical damage to zero, meaning you got a 20% crit chance, means 80% normal shots, 20% zero shots. Right, Bubba Joe? That's what everybody loves the about Troy it. One, you're able to, everyone else was stacking the uh, con. Hang on, Karkin, you're stealing my thunder. Wait, please. Sorry. <laughs> you're absolutely right, though. Bubba Joe, if, if the leader had to give up three officer slots and everybody downline had to give up one officer slot, then you were giving up some of your attack capabilities, obviously, right? But you were getting 80% normal shots. Now, with the change that they made to the Karmatas, no ability on rares and epics. That means it's fixed, Bubba Joe. 20% crit chance and whatever the critical damage bonus is. Now, if you're going to run enough galas, to reduce those down to zero, you're giving up other officer abilities in those slots. Agreed? Yes. Okay. As a matter of fact, if you're running a six-man team, if you want 80% normal shots and 20% zero shots on an epic, for example, you got to give up eight officer slots. Three in the leader spot, and one on the side card down five off, uh, five slots all the way down. Okay? Eight officer slots, Bubba Joe. You got to give up. On the other hand, we would have assumed that 80% regular shots, Bubba, would be better than 100% regular shots. What does Troy do? Troy, one ship, one ship, with Troy in the captain's chair, Picard and Beverly on the side, so you're at least doing something. Okay? Picard and Beverly on the side, so at least you're doing something. Takes up three officer slots, not eight. Because, Bubba Joe, if, I, if I'm going to run Troy, I only need one guy handling that. That's my sacrificial lamb. And by the way, Blue Mandalorian, you know what? Troy, Picard, Lorca. Here's why I don't like that, Blue. Okay? That player is going to die really fast. And if you're relying on him to proc your whole breach, then he ain't going to do it but for the first round or two. Okay? He ain't going to do it but for the first round or two. Now, Chocolate City asked a good question, and I'm going to interrupt my, my sermon with this. If the target is causing zero damage after seven rounds, what's it matter? You're right. Gala, beautiful for the uncommons. You're right, Chocolate City. But this strategy does not hold for rares and epics. Gala will not stop throwing damage after seven rounds on the epics and rares because they remove the ability. Okay? So you're not getting to 100% crit chance, therefore you're not getting to zero damage shots 100% of the time. The ability is gone. 
So in uncommons, yes, you can still get that target to 0% all shots after about round seven, Bubba Joe. But on rares and epics, totally different ballgame. So at first glance, we assume that 100% shots is not as good as 80% shots, Bubba Joe. But to get 80% shots, we're giving up eight slots. To get 100% normal shots, we're giving up three slots. And Bubba, that's important. Because the biggest piece of damage that we're giving up is the crit. Guys, what's the critical damage bonus on an epic? Anybody know? Anybody know? It's 475. Uh, Oh, I thought it was 475. 450. 450%. That's huge. Guess what the Borg Mega Cube is? Anybody? What's the Borg Mega? It's 400. And the Borg Mega Cube is instant death without 8 of 11. True or false? For most players. Yes. I mean, 9. Sorry, 9. Yeah, sorry, 9. It's, that's right, false. It's 9-11. Thank you, Mimi. Instant death for 90% of players if you don't have 9 of 11. What does 9 of 11 do, Bubba Joe? Gets rid of the criticals. Gets rid of the criticals. And that lets, that lets everybody else run full attack, right? That's what we do. We have a sacrificial lamb running 9 with full synergy so that we can all the rest of us go out and just hammer on this thing. Guess what? Troy is 9 of 11. And guess what? The Karmadas have a bigger impact from criticals than the Mega Cube does. This is a bigger shot, a bigger critical than even the Mega Cube. So compare these two guys. A Sacrificial Lamb and Troy will allow the rest of the team, Bubba Joe, to load up full Armada attack. And crazy enough, just because Troy's going to give you 100% shots and Gale's only going to give you 80% shots, Bubba Joe, because I can run full attack crew with everybody else, we're ending those rounds in about half the time. So the damage taken is actually less. Even though it's 100% normal shots, there's no crits, and we've got multiple players running full-on battle mode. So we're killing it faster. Yeah, and, and the other thing is, the other thing is, is it's not going to be an exact 80-20 split either because this is a 20% charge. That's daggone right. Crit. Daggone right. We so. did one the other night where, um, where it actually threw, we did the Gala method, and it threw 33% critical shots. So RNG was definitely not in our favor on that one, Bubba Joe. But I'm here to tell you, we were all screaming and, and dying about Gala, and it is important. Don't get me wrong. It is massively important on the uncommons, massively important on the uncommons, and massively important to every player, Bubba Joe, because not a lot of people have Troy. Okay? So a lot of people still don't. But if you're looking at these rares and epics, Troy is, is absolutely... I don't want to say necessary. It's very advantageous. Very advantageous. And I encourage you to look at this with your team as like a sacrificial lamb kind of perspective. Use Troy as the sacrificial lamb. Everybody else can can just go all ham on that armada. And it'll be good. It will be better than using Gala on rares and epics. 
The math is there. And it surprised me, didn't it, Aaron? It surprised you. Surprised Schrader. Surprised a lot of people. But it yeah. makes sense. Makes sense because we can we've got more we've got more five and six and we got more con and we got more Lorca and we got all this. But yeah, Troy is not something that everybody has. If you have it, it will advantage you in these armadas for the time being, Bubba Joe. But yeah, that was my point. Uh, circling back, Benjamin Cisco is five of eleven, but amped up. The reason that I transitioned off that for a second, Bubba Joe went way off the beaten path. Is again, I predict something bigger. Five of eleven. We even with full synergy is is a thousand percent, but most of us run it with six hundred percent, right? Most of us run it with a single side of synergy. Is that correct? And, yes. And for most sure. of us, Bubba Joe, most of us, <clears throat> that 600% is enough to, to come at least very close to maxing our mitigation. Piercing. Oh, no, mitigation. Mitigation okay. for five, yes. yeah. Okay. Very, very close. So K21 says 1,000 wouldn't make any difference. And Bubba Joe, here's my aha moment. You remember when Jordy came out and you and I were talking and I said, well, clearly something bigger is coming, right? Because there's no need for Jordy, right? You remember? Jordy is loot. Uh, Jordy's officer ability. He was the first one to come out. Jordy's officer ability was increasing damage against Klingon armadas. You remember? It's actually all Klingon ships. It's uh, not well, I, I, I get it, but... When we when he first came out, we were talking about the fact that nobody had any trouble hitting those armadas. Nobody had trouble. There was no deep space armadas yet. Remember, 39s were big. That was it. Nobody had trouble hitting those. Now, TNG crew didn't end up panning out exactly like I think everybody thought that they would. But we predicted a larger target, and a larger target came. I'm now looking at Benjamin Cisco and I see an exact duplicate of 5 of 11, Bubba Joe, but with bigger percentages, which means targets may have already been introduced or may still be yet to come that will have even bigger piercing. And probably it is the Karmatas, okay? These things are just beating people's butts. Across the board, Bubba Joe, they are tanking ships. It's the research that will catch a lot of that up, though. Research <clears throat> is going to help a lot, for sure. And these officers are going to help a lot, for sure. And yeah, you're going to have to look at the loot bonus. Is the loot bonus worth losing? Maybe it's not a big deal, eventually, because there's research for loot. And you could use correct. the research for loot. And five and of eleven. The five. Sure, you yes. could. You absolutely could. Absolutely, so, very possible. If you if you look at the math, if you go with a loot crew on a lesser armada, you will probably end up with quite a bit more loot than if you go with the damage crew on the larger armada, because the loot doesn't scale well enough. That's correct. On the other hand, we again we come back to these loot distribution things that we were talking about earlier. But you're right. This has to be carefully looked at. And why I really do like the design of the Deep Space Nine officers. They will have value to some people. And maybe not, Bubba Joe, the most efficient thing. Maybe it's a punch-up tool. 
Maybe it won't be about loot. Maybe you're looking at that 50 epic and you're just looking for a way to take it down. Well, and the other thing to consider is that you're, you may be directive pinched. You may not have enough directives. So you need to maximize loot per directive and decide that hitting bigger targets is better for you. Maybe that's the math you've decided on. You could, but that will hamper your alliance's speed up acquisition too. See, this is all interconnected, and why I'm I'm not really mad about no. it. No, I like it. No, 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 no. You're again. You're you've come from this perspective of people that are launching bigger targets are hampering their alliance progression. My point is, if you have a limited number of starts, I did not say and decide that. you want to use the punching up crew. This Deep Space Nine crew is an example. Instead of a loot-based crew on a lower armada, maybe that's what you decide to do. If you have infinite armada starts, doing the lower ones <laughs> is obviously better. Do you, do you, like, does that even sound like it makes sense? I mean, please, I'm sorry. Who, who has unlimited rare and epic armada starts? I didn't say rare and epics. I said I thought, unlimited. Okay, who's that? Who has unlimited? Who has unlimited uncommon starts? I mean, I know people that can start hundreds. That is which is not basically common. unlimited. That's not normal, dude. That's not a normal thing. Like that, I can that, start hundreds. Well, you're a G five player. I mean, I yes. you know, listen, that that I, I, that's fair. It's a fair perspective, but it is absolutely ridiculous to assume that that is the norm. It's ridiculous to assume that that is what everybody should be doing. To be clear, no, I'm never, not suggesting n- that's what everyone should be doing. But I have never purchased an, um, a directive pack. All right, so circling back around, and and I don't disagree that there is a strategy for you as a team and as an individual player. Not going to disagree with you there. You'll have to decide what that is for you because there is two paths. It's either going to be loot for you or it's going to be loot for your team. All right? This Deep Space Nine, and, and again, I think this does circle back, Bubba Joe. It circles back to, to it, it, it points fingers at what this loop may be, may be what they intended. I, and again, I agree with you, maybe hopefully not, in a, in a type of specialty ship here, Bubba Joe. All right, because the loot is equally as valuable to everybody, and it's, if it's you an use, alliance, and it's an it, it's it, an alliance starbase. Correct. All right, and the speed ups again with their with their currency that you know with the currency being as valued as they say it is, and all this stuff, and and that's why I just kind of come back to like this. This feels to me a lot like Stella. It feels to me a lot like Borg, in that loot distribution is something that that it just. Oh, no, from the top down, Bubba, looks like they're trying to control here. That's why there's not a loot ability on this Armada team. At least in my opinion. If if people start adopting the Deep Space Nine crew and use it as the new Armada thing, if it is indeed well, the next best thing, then it's going to normalize that loot a little bit. On the other hand, it could, loot, it, it could influence... Loot in the research. Well, yeah. Because there is loot bonus in the research. But who knows? Who knows? And I didn't necessarily mean to circle back all the way, but my point is the Deep Space Nine officers will, will, I mean, they will outperform five and six. Eventually. It's going to take a long time. 
or maybe not so long for some other players. But all of these uh, abilities in unison. All right. Let's take a look even at, at Cisco's officer ability. Increasing your to that. increasing yeah. your critical hit chance every round. Guys? Like, he's a mix of five and con. He's a mix of five and con, which is lethal. Moreover, Bubba, this is better than con. Why is this better than con? Is it better? Yes. In an armada, it certainly is. Why is this better it's than con? It's not guaranteed to be better. Con triggers every time you are hit. Okay. Do I this get hit? triggers every round. Do I get hit every single round? No, but what happens if you get hit twice in one round? Well, then I get two procs, right? Yes. Right. That, and that's true. That's absolutely so true. it's a guaranteed rather than a chance. I get you. It's a guarantee rather than a chance, but Bubba's right. At tier one, he's probably mathematically not as good as Khan. Okay? At least not at a high tier Khan. What should we assume that people are at with Khan right now? Is, is tier three fair? He's been in the game for a three, long time. Yeah. Is tier three, tier four, at fair? four. Okay. Four is more reasonable, at least halfway through four. Well, I would, I would say three already. because... Nice. You Those got new servers. Pretty tough. Yeah, you got yeah. some new servers. So let, let's say three. Well, I don't think it's guaranteed that new servers even have him unlocked. That's probably true. No. And and again, if you're going to look at that perspective, Bubba, and I think you're right, you look at that perspective, then this actually changes Deep Space Nine to be that of of TNG, right? For newer servers, yes. the five six is not even a thing. For and newer servers, like, Deep Space Nine is the thing. And just like. Picard, Beverly, and Chen was the catch-up point for people that s bought in at TNG. Mm -hmm. um, Cisco, Kira, and Miles is the catch-up point for people who are starting at Deep Space Nine to not have to go get five, six, and con. Agreed, a thousand percent. All right. So for a four-year-old player, maybe this crew takes too long, and you've already got a five-six con, and you're like, why worry about it? All right, but for a newer use an server, extra armada crew. Yeah, who couldn't use an extra armada crew? My, I can't even keep up. I cannot keep up with the armadas that are happening. Uh, in my, especially in if I didn't have to move right it around, move around crews to. Yeah, you know. it's crazy. All right, so listen, they they have value, and what they did with the armadas ended up being a good thing because it did preserve the the value of this crew. You take a look at Cisco. His officer ability is essentially con, and Bubba, if you were looking at the officer ability. Where do you think it equals con? Because I, I'm thinking, and I don't know, someone would really have to look at the math on this thing. There's RNG all over the place. It, so you'd have to look at 100 yeah, plus so battle it, logs. But I'm it thinking. It really depends on the Armada, right? If the Armada is firing yeah. two weapons, mm -hmm. then the odds of it hitting you is dependent on the number of people in the Armada. Dagon, right? If the Armada is firing seven weapons, well, then you're almost guaranteed you're going to get hit at least once, right? So. Yeah. We would have to go look at the armadas. We'd have to look at how many people are in the armada. Yeah. Um, I don't think that's a. I don't think that's an equation we can solve. You're right. Live on the air. Yeah. No, you're right. Uh, and uh, what's very nice. But, uh, but I think that the point is, is that if you're using con for other things, and let's be honest, there are people that are using con for other crew combinations. Mm -hmm. This is a pure armada crew that is going to be. Close minus the loot bonus, minus loot, or yeah. better than what you're currently using now, and uh, that's what I think everyone wants. Yeah, I mean, it, it, here's the thing: if I am, and and I do, obviously, I'm going to miss the loot. 
Okay? But 5 of 11 has so many uses in this game. So many. You know, and I'll yeah. skip armadas sometimes if I'm doing other stuff. You know, it, it would be nice. Now, again, loot notwithstanding, Bubba Joe, you're absolutely right because everybody wants to loot. But doing one with no loot bonus is better than not doing one at all if 5 of 11 is in Borg space or 5 of 11 is in I have, I have started space. using um, Geordie, Picard, and Bev for people um, in armadas if they've been doing like 39s and things like that yeah. or even low 41s. Yeah. Yep, I can see that. Uh, you cut out there. He said he was using Jordy, Jordy, uh, Beverly, and Picard <clears throat> on some smaller targets just so he can get loot bonus, and that's another another uh, thing. All right. On the other hand, on the other hand, you know what? Great, great point. K twenty one. He says, I don't know. DJ might be better for you to sit out and let another alliance mate take your spot with the loot bonus, and that's more loot for the team. And you're absolutely right. Thank you for that perspective. I'm probably screwing my team by showing up. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, you can hold the door open for too long. Well, that's true. That's, that's true. I could, I could sit by the circle and wait till like 15 seconds and then join in. Absolutely. All right, but you're right. And why this crew does have value. All right, and, and, and again, you look at these abilities. We can look at this and say, oh, well, that's just con. I've already got it. Or that's just five. I've already got it. Then you look at Miles, all right, which is pretty good. Then you look at Kira, and you're like, oh, that's just, that's just six. I've already got it. Okay? But now put them all together in, in a combination that now is giving you like five or six different officer yeah. abilities smashed into one crew. It's going to be potent. And they're not limited to Kardashian either. They're, they're, they're all Amadis. Mm-hmm. They are. They are indeed. All right. Uh, so there's that. I didn't really intend to get into that particular segment today, but that that's good. And and players are not going to believe me when it comes to Troy. I'm just telling you, go test it and use Spock's Club. Use Spock's Club, and and it will surprise your pants off. Um, there, as a matter of fact, there might be a comparison battle log in here somewhere. I might have done that. So you guys, uh, maybe I don't remember who I gave it to, but maybe somebody can can throw that in there. Okay. All right, guys, we're going to take our final break. When we come back, I know, heavy hitter. I completely forgot about it. Uh, We'll come back. We'll spend a few minutes on heavy hitter, and we're going to get out of here, okay? Um, My name is Ultimate DJs. Final break right here, uh, back on Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast in a moment. Don't go anywhere. Hang on. Hey, everybody. Listen, while we're here playing the game, it would be nice if your business was still making you money, right? That's where a proper online marketing strategy can come into play. And to do that, there's a high degree of likelihood you need an expert. You think I know how to properly maximize tags with the highest penetration and the lowest cost per keyword? No, definitely not. That's why I call up our friends at allinadvertising.com. From SEO to PPC to website design and social media management, these guys have got your online marketing presence handled so you can do other things like hunt Bubba Joe's miners. Visit allinadvertising.com slash talking track for a special offer today and help them help you go from being a dolphin to a whale. Visit allinadvertising.com slash talking track today. This program is made possible in part by a grant from Long John Slivers, offering great tasting fish served up on splintered wooden plates. Come on down to Senor Senor's for our all new 11 cheese burrito. You've had three cheese, four cheese, even five cheese burritos, but you've never had 11 cheeses take over your mouth at once. There's so much cheese. American, cheddar, Gouda Swiss, just to name a few, all topped with our special in-house tangy goat cheese blend. At just 99 cents a burrito, you don't want to miss this explosive deal. So come on down to Senor Senors, for this opportunity gets flushed down the toilet. Not recommended for people who are lactose intolerant. 
Coming soon to theaters everywhere, Olivia Wilde's new movie. I feel like I'm not ready to give up on this yet. You really should be worrying, darling. <laughs> Don't miss this psychological thriller to see if the cast can actually make it through the entire film together. No one here is more important than anyone else. Featuring Florence Pugh. I think this might be a bit of a wake-up call for Miss Flo. Chris Pine stars as Harry Styles' boss. Harry is a fearless performer. Which I guess explains the spitting thing. The only thing worse than their rotten relationships is the film's rotten tomato score. I, too, am heartbroken, and I want to figure this out. Don't miss. You really should be worrying, darling. I feel really lucky to be directing right now. back everybody appreciate you guys all being here <laughs> wham you're too old for it <laughs> wham wham is too old for the music bubba joe uh good evening welcome in are you are you digging ripper's music today ripper ripper, I am digging ripper's music. ripper approved it all yeah this one uh this one is christian christian mueller am i saying that right Listen, you know what? I actually do really like techno. I do really like it, but I, I got to be in the right headspace for it. But this is actually a really good playlist. I'm probably going to listen to more of it later. And you know, here's the thing. I do. I know some people are not a fan of this, but but oh, Mueller, Nathan. Sorry, thank. You. I know. I'm sorry, Christian Mueller. Then you know, here's the thing. Some people really hate it when I play country music, right? Like Ripper thinks my music is garbage. Ripper, I, don't, you, I love your country music. Ripper, you're still here, it's right? Your country music is garbage. No, I like my country music. Ripper, are you still with us? Stop I know it's it. getting a little bit late. Just you hush, Bubba. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Ripper, shut it down. Ripper normally really hates my music. Okay, like he hates all of it. Like it doesn't matter if it's country or Latin or pop or '80s or rock or club dance. This, whatever, he doesn't like any of it. All right. It's like, because you're not playing enough David Hasselhoff. Three shows a year. Like, this is only the third time ever, Bubba Joe. I hear third Germans love David Hasselhoff. Third time ever that I've let Ripper pick the music. Okay? Like, how many shows That's have awesome. we done? How many shows have we done? That's not awesome. I'm a terrible friend. Like, how many shows have we done? No. And horrible. three times. The music that he comes up with is awesome is what I'm saying. It is good. So, I, <laughs> just, listen, I know some people don't really like it. You don't, you're not going to like everything that I play every single time, I'm sure. Today was Ripper's Day, okay? And, and Ripper would say that 99% of the rest of the time, my music is garbage. Yes, it is. <laughs> there he is. See? And Ripper is enjoying it today, right? Ripper, like, you're, you're good with this today. This is your thing. Yeah. That's the payoff. That's <laughs> His excitement. Do you hear how excited and how happy and joyous he is, Bubba Joe? That's my payoff. No. That's, I don't hear That's why I do it for my friend. That's why I played this music here today for my true friend. I mean, that, at least Bubba Joe likes it. That right? payoff. <laughs> God. 
Wait, Ripper, are you telling me that this was not, like, the right music? What? Like, why are you not happier with the musical selection today? Like, it was yours. What do you mean, happier? Oh, no. It's sorry. Talking. Sorry. That's it. right. Like, we yeah, don't, we're not, thing. we're not happy. I forgot. We DJ, don't do- you can hear me. Why can't, you know, most people not hear me? I don't know. Discord being Discord, I guess. I have no clue. Yeah. I'm probably lucky people can hear me. I mean, golly. It's our stage. <laughs> yes, but are they lucky? Because they oh, can hear you. Oh, God. I'm going to turn music back on for you. Okay. I'm going to turn Ripper's music back on for you. All right, guys. Heavy hitter. Let's talk a little bit about heavy hitter today. Heavy hitter. Very interesting changes. So let's back up three days, Bubba Joe. Deep space ordinance. Okay. Deep space ordinance happened and it used a traditional heavy hitter mechanic. Right. I mean, we've had heavy hitter in the past. As a matter Average of fact, crits. Yep. as a matter of fact, a lot of people enjoy heavy hitter. Like when it's run in previous months, a lot of players really liked that event. Ooh, yeah. It was different. I've enjoyed it. it required a little bit of a different style of crew, a little bit of a different objective. A lot of people kind of liking it. It is grindy, of course, which is probably why some people did like it, Bubba Joe. It could not be bought. You had to grind. It was a grinder's leaderboard. Some people really like it. All right? Then, and, and you know, we even talked about this last month. Mantis came out. These new hostels came out. And we even did, we even did uh, like, uh, we talked about this on stream. I think we probably talked about it on the show here on the podcast, too, Bubba Joe, the amount of shield. The amount of shield and hull on these things is redonkulous. Guys, visit stfc.space. Cha, cha, cha. And let's take a look at an Axion. <laughs> Did you like that? Let's take a look at an Axion Chrysalis Hostel at level 33. Just level 33. Very small. Very teeny tiny. A tier one mantis can do it. Tier one mantis. Level 33. It's so cute. That's actually not the ma- main issue. Huh? What's it doing? The amount of uh, hull they have is not the main issue. Well, uh, it's it is an issue, okay? Because the 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 hostel or the event is about damage, right? That you yes, you're capped on your potential. Is, All right, now the, 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 the exos damage, are a thing. I get it. Go ahead, Rip. Sorry, the, I was the way the, chat. the damage metric works make that makes that agreed. Not as. Yeah, but I mean, listen, if you're going 10 rounds, you're only getting one extra shot. Like, I mean, you're getting one extra, a partial extra shot. And truthfully, that's the same on any hostel anywhere. You get a partial extra shot. Now, with this ship, it's magnified because of the damage bonus, but it's magnified because of the hostel itself. 50. That was loud. Hello? I can hear you. They can't. They can't. He's back. But tapping the mic isn't going to make it better. No, I, I, I left. We can hear you now. Oh, they, oh now you can? Okay, tapping the mic worked. Just do that yeah. next time. Tap it, tap no, it, tap I it. left and rejoined, and it was just like, you know. Thank Magic. You. <laughs> now, we did say. And he's back. We did say. I mean, listen, there is no, I mean, really. I know the exos are a piece. We're going to come back to the exos in a second. But you got to start at the hostel, guys. This hostel gives you 50 Five million damage potential after mitigation. That is, after all, what heavy hitter is about, right? 
after mitigation uh, damage. Uh, <sighs> mm-hmm. Damage inflicted after yes. mitigation. Yes. Yes. Now, Ripper is dying to not break that apart because there is uh, some shield mitigation things. There's also, like, what happens to the leftover damage when you destroy the hostile? Like, let's say the hostile's got half a million hull left, but you throw a 30 million shot. You're yeah, getting points for all 30 million. Okay? Yeah, that's real. That's and, that, and, and the way the Mantis is set up, that makes that, you know. It makes it big because the Mantis is, like, hundreds of thousands of percent damage bonus it's massive shots massive okay so yes tony rome non-mantis owners totally screwed on deep space ordinance like you, you you couldn't play if you didn't have it you were not competing couldn't you couldn't because a level now i did level 35s but level 35s were getting me 350 million points per hostile. Look at that. Blue Mandalorian, how did you get 16 billion off a single hostile? That's insane. Wow. That's crazy. Mr. Machiter Pants. Cheater Machiter Pants. I'm kidding. I don't know. That's probably realistic. As a matter of fact, someone in my lines told me today in Heavy Hitter, they got 15 million points off of a level 55 trader. Which is not what I'm wanting yeah. to talk about right now. It's all about your piercing. Yeah, it's not what I'm wanting to talk about at this particular second. We're talking about Deep Space Ordinance, how it ran the first time. Mantis owners clearly advantaged. Clearly advantaged. And we went back and said, okay, this is bad news bears. This is bad news bears. At least when we could do it with Stella and Swarm Bubba Joe, that was something everybody had access to, right? And, and the power and the level of what you were hitting was separated by SLB ops brackets. So not the end of the world, right? Like G5's competing with G5, 46 is competing with 49s or 50s, whatever. It's not the end of the world because my Stella and my Franklin should in the, be in the, at least in the ballpark of the players in my bracket. There is no amount of balance that you could have done with a Mantis owner as compared to a non-Mantis owner. And because Swarm, you know, Franklin is essentially free. I mean, it is. Right? And because Stella is essentially free now, because it is. All right? And everybody should have it, because they do. It was not a new paywalled content. So, we go up to Scopely. <clears throat> Rip. <clears throat> Sorry, voice is starting to go. Go up to Scopely. Mm -hmm. And Ripper says, yo, we got a little bit of a problem here. Like, this has essentially just become another Mantis event. All right? There's literally no way in the world that anybody else could compete. Okay? Can anybody tell me the date that Deep Space Ordinance began? It's just like two, three days ago, right? I think three days ago. So what would that be? No. Wednesday or Thursday? Something like sure. that. It was day two, so that would be, uh, was it Wednesday? Wednesday. It was, uh, well, I don't know, some people saying Thursday, but whatever. Wednesday or Thursday, I'm good with either. Okay. For two days. And here we are on Sunday with another scheduled run, Bubba Joe. Uh-oh. Woo. Are we going to do another Paywall Mantis solo leaderboard for critical damage hits? I mean, because that's what it's looking like, Bubba Joe. Right? 
Instead, this arc runner actually took a little bit of time, and when I say a little bit of time, I mean hours, a lot of time, to try to balance a new run of heavy hitter. And moreover, Bubba Joe, it has to be a new standard because the game's critical damage has fundamentally been changed by the Mantis, right? Yep. And you can't necessarily disqualify the Mantis without also technically disqualifying Franklin and Stella and every other specialty ship in the game. So you got a problem here. You got a problem because this new feature that has been paywalled has such a massive critical chance mechanic. Just like these armadas do, really. And you said it on the last show, Bubba Joe. Like, if you're going to choose an arc, if you're going to choose critical damage and critical chance to be the hill you die on for this feature, then you got to take other things into account, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, Heavy Hitter is a great event that doesn't necessarily need to be rewritten when we consider, hey, let's look at events that involve critical damage that we can use in this arc, except... Old events have old mechanics. It was indeed a Mantis Runaway. So, in the span of three days, Bubba Joe, this arc runner uh, spends a lot of time and has a lot of conversations, and we end up with this new grid. Okay? This new grid. Now, I got to be honest with you. This new grid is really good. It's really good. It's probably not perfect. But you know what's interesting about it, Bubba Joe? The desired hostile absolutely varies based on ops. Like, 100%. Community, G5 players, G5 players are likely scoring the most amount of damage, just grinding reputation, Hitting faction hostiles. Right, Bubba Joe? Have you mm-hmm. done a hostile yet? I have. And how many billions of points did you get off of, say, I don't know, what are you hitting? Level 53, 54, 50, what are you hit? 56 to 58. God, such huge. So so huge. God, Bubba Joe, that's so Ooh. huge. <laughs> Just giving it somebody who wants to clip that. All right, Bubba Joe, how many billions of points? Uh, I didn't look. Lots. <laughs> he didn't look. It was so huge, he didn't have to look. I went I, I went from not on the board to first place on one hole of my Sanctus. Mm-hmm. Versus yes. people that were doing it in, um, uh, they were doing their swarm. Yeah. As a matter of fact, Dragon Keeper is also a G5 player, if I'm not mistaken. 4.76 billion points. Okay. Oh, he was Ops 49. What were you hitting there? Were you hitting G5 Hostiles? All right. Now, Bumpkiss says, and that's balanced. You know why it is? Because they're in their own bracket. So, yeah, it's balanced for them. And that's why this grid actually looks kind of cool. Bubba, we talk all the time about spreading out the galaxy, right? Like, we don't like events yep. that put everybody in the same place. Correct. Guys, that, that, this Arc Runner... I am going to say that he designed it this way, but even with the desired targets, he might have stumbled onto something beautiful. 
Okay? Because Mantis, by the way, is probably now the least effective. Look at the point scoring. Mantis Hostel is getting you one point per damage. Eclipse at 30, Borg at 10, Swarm at 15. Faction Hostels, Bubba Joe, at 150 points. And by the way, that's for 31 and up. Level 20, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, that's right, 40 40 and up, 40 and up. 39 and down, your Faction Hostel multiplier is 600. Now, if I'm 39 and down, Where's the first place you're going to go, people? If you're 39 and down, where are you going for this event? Eclipse. Homeworlds. 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 You got it. Oh, yeah, homeworlds. You're going to the Capital City Systems. Now, I get it. That's still only three systems, Bubba Joe. But are they having to compete with the G4s? Nope. No? Because where would the G4s be going for their best points? Deep Space. They could be going to deep space. All right. Maybe. It depends. It does depend. It does depend. Maybe a 42, 43, 44 is still trying to use those. But a 42, 43, 44 could also, depending on their ship, Bubba, they could be trying Mantis and could still be doing Swarm. Why would that be? If they're at 44, their Franklin A is probably pretty high tiered. They're probably hitting 45 and 40, 44 and 45 level swarm. Those are big points at a 15 point multiplier. Okay. Listen, the, don't get me wrong. The capital city systems are good, but how many can you hit? Yeah. All right. Like, that's a hard one. <laughs> that's a tough one because if you're going in for the light traders, then you're, you're fighting everybody all day. And, and a 42-43 is not going in for heavies. Okay? Now, a 46, a 47, a 48 could be going in for, for heavies. And that is probably a good spot. But is that 48 competing with the 39? E- not even in the leaderboard, Bubba. But are they even trying to hit the same hostile? Nope. No. They're not. Okay? They're going to be trying to go for heavies. Not the lights. They don't care about the lights. Okay, look, Stradalorian, 44, been doing heavies. Now, I don't know if that's super economical. It depends, I guess, on the tier of your G4 ship. All right, probably doesn't work out in a jelly. Probably have to have a pretty decently tiered G4 Uncommon for that to work. All right? But if you got a G4 rare, heavies are a lot simpler than they used to be. All right? But I'm also here to tell you, level 47 Swarm, Dishing out a lot of points. And let's not forget the Mantis. <clears throat> Sorry, voices, voices going. Let's not forget the Mantis, which is not horrible, Bubba Joe. Still giving hundreds of millions per hostel. But it is token locked. You know, you can only get so much potential out of there. Now, one other thing that we've observed about this event. There are two types of hostel that are going to be better than the third type of hostile when we talk classification. Thank you very much for pointing this out in the chat, Star Fox. Well, what should we be hitting? Divine? Should we be hitting interceptors, Bubba Joe? Are they known for shield and hull? Nope. Well, what are they good for? Interceptors? Absolutely mm-hmm. not. 
thing. <laughs> they do not give you points for this type of an event. They don't give you the best points for this type of an event. Now, traditionally, when we used to look at damage dealt events, and this has changed over time with Scopely, I don't know why, it used to be hull damage only, right? Used to be, like yes. way back in the day. Somehow, somewhere along the line, that has shifted. They're now doing shield and hull damage. Don't know why. Don't know why, but they are. Okay? And it's fine. Whatever. It's just more points. But this particular event is going to lean a little bit towards a specific hostile. Because of the nature, Bubba Joe, of them using shield and hull, what is the hardest thing to chew up usually? Like, okay, let me, let me back up. Let me back up. Shield and hull. First of all, who's got more shield and which type has more hull? Which one? Battleship for hull. Battleships have hull. And Explorer have shields. And explorers have shields. Now, let's look at the difficulty in fighting them, right? Uh, we're fighting explorers versus fighting battleships. What type of weaponry are they throwing at us? In most cases, I know it's not the same for G5, but in most cases, what are they firing at us? Explorers are typically firing energy. Uh-huh. Battleships, I think, fire both. Battleships are firing blended, which means that if we're trying maybe Chen, for example, all right, or even Strange New Worlds, for example, uh, Chen being a better example, battleships are hurting us more than explorers will be. So explorers are the destination hostile for this event. K21 says hit the traders. You could. Depends again on your level of hostile. Because in a lot of cases, in a lot of cases, how many of you guys did play Deep Space Ordinance with a Mantis? How many of you guys noticed yes. how many more points you got off Chrysalis hostiles than you did off Apex hostiles? Yes. I never, I never hit the Apex because of that. Dude, it was like quadruple the points. Yeah. It was like it, literally four X points. It all depended on your piercing. That's right. Yeah. Okay. So there is a, a beauty to this segmentation, Bubba Joe, that is allowing different players different targets, and they're spacing them out a little bit. And what's nice about this is that it is new. We're all experimenting with it. I was talking to Ripper earlier. I said, is Swarm still the best way for you to play? He's like, nope. It's hostiles. Just good old faction reputation-based hostiles. As a matter of fact, Bubba Joe, I would imagine that the G5 players today are loving this revision. Just absolutely loving it. Tell me in the chat very quickly, if you're a G5 player, are you loving this new change? Oh, Bubba left. I didn't see him leave. All right, Ripper, what about you? Mark, you're up there. Uh, yeah, I'm loving it. I love I'm, not, I'm not high up you're, I was going to say, you're but... not G5, but Mark, Ripper? I like it. I'm not G5 yet either, but... Uh, I thought you were. I mean, I was, I was digging. I'm uh, 49. Oh, okay. Close. K92, G5, and loving it. Master Blaster says, you know, listen, with the event rewards, it's almost as valuable to get the reputation. Divine says, rep grinding. Great. Wham says, meh. <laughs> All right. Now, for players under, like, let's say, in the 30s, where's your best hostel? 
if you own a Mantis, I would imagine it's still there. But if you don't, it could easily be Swarm. Or it could be Capital City Traders if you can own that system. I think the Capital City systems are going to be too crowded for you to own. Not crowded if you kill all the blue. Kill, yeah, you can do that. <laughs> kill all the ships. Mimi says, I'm still doing pretty well with Eclipse, which you may remember, Ripper, during the last heavy hitter, everybody was doing it with Swarm. I was doing it with Eclipse. A, it was less crowded. I was doing it with Eclipse. Yeah, it was less crowded. Yeah. And B, I had three ships going instead of just one yeah. Franklin. All right, I think so Swarm is going to be a big one for the second second run, mainly because um, a lot of people dumped all their they used all their tokens on the last one for Mantis, and there's still and that's for anybody who still ha had a Mantis, but then there's still a bunch of people who don't have it. So Swarm is probably going to be very good. Yeah, deal. it's only been a couple of days to accumulate them. Well, and look at Wham's perspective, yeah. which is very valid. He's like, listen, I, I don't care. I'm I'm still going to do it with Swarm. He's G5, still going to do it with Swarm. Why? Expense. He says it's <clears throat> dirt cheap to repair the Stella. Maybe it takes a little bit more time, but Wham is a grinder. We know Wham is a grinder. Gr Wham is a 20-hour-a-day grinder if he wants to. Okay? He's cool with the Stella. What's great about this new mechanic is that there is a sweet spot for everybody. If you want massive points but only a few hostels, You've got an you got an option for that. If you want like Wham, you want to hit 500 hostels, but you want to do it as cheap as possible. You got an opportunity for that. Is the Mantis the app best way? Is what? There's an app for that. There's an app for that. If you want to do it with the the Mantis, you can do that, but it's finite. You're gonna have to find another way to score. Okay. This is beautiful with regards to heavy hitter. Now, for the update uh, on Deep Space Ordnance, I'm going to give you a couple of updates here very quickly as we end the show because it's late and I've gone over my time significantly. Stevens, Aaron, can you give me a Podmon because I'm pretty sure I'm going to barf. Um, yep. It's probably really bad. We are not at six hours. I yet, can't so. do six hours. Like, you kill me. I can't. I've got to put all over to bed. How and can you not? i got stuff to do tonight. It's the weekend. It's like literally. Oh, my God. It's three and a half hours. We well, got, you, can, you can do three, stuff it's while Why, why did I even buy know? a clock? Why did I even buy a clock three and a half hours? Oh my god! Anyway, do you know you could join? There was a chunk of that with all of us, and and constantly having to Google the time because <laughs> you don't have a clock. I know. You're gonna get one of those clocks that has one, like a big mallet that just beats you over. Yeah, the I got Legos to buy. Thank you, Star Fox. Listen, Deep Space Ordinance will run different. Mantis, Franklin, and Stella will all be excluded from the next run of Deep Space Ordinance. So you can take a look at this event here today and take a look at what they will probably be pointing you towards on the next run of Deep Space Ordinance. Anybody have a guess? Yeah, Master Blaster, you gotcha. FKR. Okay? FKR. That's happening. Okay? There you go. Uh, let's see. What else did I have? I think I had another announcement very quickly. Listen, um, recruiting things. I know we have not given them their due. They are garbage. They are overpriced. They are diluted beyond belief. Not a good thing. I'm very, very disappointed. Very, very disappointed. What they told me was going to come was not what came. Okay? I'll just plain out real quick. I'm going to just put it out there. Okay? Not good. 
don't like it. I'm with you. We've had other things to talk about. However, I will tell you that this weekend I did indeed. I know, Putz. He says, you made me save for nothing. I know. I didn't mean to. I'm sorry. But this weekend I had a good lengthy conversation about this. Yeah. Here's the thing. I'm trying to think of how I want to say this. This is um, the first step of something they have planned that is more involved with these. This, I, I think they did not intend for this to be, um, <clears throat> they did not intend for this to be a transporter farm. Okay, like like the other ones, they didn't they didn't intend for this to be a a, a transporter farm. That's kind of the intent, the, the kind of the 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 conversation or the hint that I got. What they say is that there's going to be other things that come that will change the way that this looks. Now that's all that they told me. What a bunch of rubbish. I know, but then they started that you know, you know how like sometimes I'll be like, you know, hey, you know, maybe this happens or maybe that happens or or like, you know, maybe that this could be a thing. All right, so they started doing that. And I don't know, Ripper, should I say some of those things that they were like maybe because I mean, obviously they they were just doing they were you, just doing like I was doing. They were just kind of like this rubbish now. Yeah. Whatever you have planned in the future doesn't change it now. Agreed. So it is completely and utterly worthless. Agreed. I th- a thousand percent. And I said that. I said that doesn't help us now. And and what I'm here to tell you is they're not probably going to make changes to that even inside the next month. Okay. Like it. It. This is what I am hoping on Monday that I can I can talk to some other people that we can fast track this a little bit. Like the idea that they've got for this down the road, Ripper, doesn't actually look that horrible, but it's definitely not quick. Like it's going to take time, and it does look really bad right now. Remember, DJ. It looks really bad. It also didn't look bad when they told us. I know about it. I know. I know. Listen, Ripper. Ripper just said it. Thank you. I'm glad you said that because people have been giving me a lot of grief. Okay, Ripper just said it. This looked good when they told us. Okay. But it only looked that way because they didn't show us the cost. They did not show us they the cost. They only said it will be slightly. slightly See, I made nothing up. Ripper, everybody's been giving me so much grief. I am so glad. This this no, is why is, we this is why we talk about this quote. stuff on the show. Okay? That is a quote of what Oh, hip, no, I'm not shilling for them now. I, I'm telling you that I, they said I, I have to I'm telling you what DJ, they said. I, I Get off knew my butt. what the costs were before it launched. I didn't tell you. I apologize. Slightly. That's what they said. Slightly. Which is why I haven't been excited about so, it. So yeah, no, and no, I'm you know, I'm not shilling on what's to come. I mean it, it like I said, it doesn't look that bad, but it's certainly gonna take too long. Um the communication from them is this. This is not the final product. It's going to change. <clears throat> uh and there's gonna be things that you can do to change it. <sighs> How about not roll it out until you have those ready? Yeah. I don't like how if it looks. That is, if I, that is what it ma- what makes it not rubbish, well, I, I have my doubts. I know, I know, I know. 
And and this is what I'm telling you is like I I feel like they it's not that it wasn't ready, guys. Like they've got a plan and it's like a 6-month plan on this thing. And and I and that's why I like, you know, why do we always like we did it with Syndicate. Why do we always have to start with with the worst looking version? Like it does get better. Steven's Aaron keeps saying this. It gets better over time and everything gets better over time. Why do we always have to start when it looks so bad. Like, this just looks bad. Now, hopefully Monday, hopefully Monday we can, we can talk about, <clears throat> about fast-tracking this or changing something or, or making it look better than it is right now. I'm working on that, okay? Oh, my God. I'm seriously, like, if I see your comment one more time, I, I'm literally just going to kick you out of here, dude. Like, seriously, try me, please. I don't, I don't know what you're trying to do right now, but I'm not having it. Wait, what? Oh, some, some guy in the audience. All right. Listen, he's, he's a heckler. All right. I'm literally not saying any of the things that you're bald-faced lying and saying that I'm saying. So shut your mouth and get out. Or sit back and shut up. One or the other. I don't care. Both of them involve you shutting up. So the content looks bad. Uh, it looks bad now, and hopefully we'll have some influence on trying to make that better. What they had planned for it, Ripper, is almost like a loop. It, it, um, it, yeah, it is almost like a loop, and different things that you would do and different actions you would take would, would make it better. The problem is, is the time frame that they were looking on that, and I'm like, you know, I don't think you can wait that long. Like, I don't think that you can wait that long. So... If there was any semblance of good news on this, it's that they know it's bad, <laughs> which is so weird. Why launch something that looks so bad? But they know it's bad, and they are, they have a plan to make it better. My argument is, why launch it when it looks bad? Like, why do that in the first place? I don't know. It's not that it's not ready, which is why I'm hoping we can fast track it coming up. There is things that I wanna, you... I want to quote what are, I told Scopely, but then you have to edit. <laughs> well, th- yeah, this process this process doesn't look good. It was a failure. Okay? And, and, I, and I wish they hadn't, they hadn't done it this way. But maybe we, can get it, maybe we can get it moved up. Okay? Maybe we can get it moved up. So, anywho, I just wanted to let you know that that is... I told you guys I would start on that on Monday. I did not do it last week because we had other things to do last week. Uh, I will start on it on Monday. I will talk to them and see what we can do to, to possibly get a change. But you're right, Shinjo. I, I, you're exactly right. They're fine with it being bad when it launches. And I don't get that. I really don't. They're fine when it, when it launches and looks bad. It is not a good way to present a product. It's a failure. I agree. And I don't get it. They do it time and time and time again. I don't know why. But it looks awful. It's a terrible conversion. It's wildly expensive, and it's diluted beyond any sense of value. And I don't know why. Like, why launch something bad only to offer something later that, that can make it better? And for the record, I don't know that it's going to be monetized. It could be. It could be. I don't know that it is. But, you know, we've seen that before. Let's, let's break something and then sell something else to fix it. And I don't like it. I don't like this. This is a waste of an implementation. It is. Why take the time at all to implement this when 0% of people are going to engage? 
And I do truly hope that I mean zero. Unfortunately, some people did engage. Then stop immediately. Stop immediately. People were trying it out. Well, and that's fine. Try it once or twice. No big deal. Okay, no big deal. At the end of the month, we're still going to see zero or 1% engagement. And I think that's the message that it takes. All right. But listen, guys, if 70% of the player base are redeeming this 15 out of 30 days, well, I'm here to tell you, I'm not going to be successful in changing jack squat. All right. If it's truly that bad, don't engage with it. I have not redeemed it the first time. Not once. I saw the price and I'm like, God, I look like an idiot. I refuse. I will not. I said how great it was going to be. And Scopely said, here's some egg for your face. And I didn't appreciate it. It's not good. Not good. Don't like it. Sit on it. It's too expensive. And let's see what we can do to get it changed. Okay? I'm going to work on it. Uh, Guys, that's it. Got to go. Got to go. Thank you guys so very, very much for being here. Uh, It is. It's rubbish, says Boaz. Faction credits, too valuable to waste on that. Too valuable are faction credits to waste on that redemption, says Star Fox. The new chest was built on a foundation of rubbish and lies, says Wolfwood. Yeah, kind of. Thank you, Bubblesaur. Appreciate it. All right, guys. There you go. Too long of a show, Steven Taren. God bless it. I'm upset about it. I don't like it. And Mrs. DJ's is fussy at me because now it's Oliver's bedtime and I got to go. Um, guys, thank you so much for visiting uh, our show today. Thank you guys for being here. Visit our website at TalkingTrekSCFC.com. My voice is giving out. It is. I got, ooh. Let me see if I can read this list. I'm going to try to do it slowly. So in case I mess it up, I, I can I can be careful. Guys, I want to thank you guys for visiting our website and joining our Patreon at a level of $10 or more per month. $10 or more. You can listen, $5 turns your name gold, but $10 gets your name right on our show right here with our list of recognized patrons. And I'd like to say thank you to them now. <laughs> thank you, Lord Neelix, Lady Kess, Trader, Tucker, Maztec, Iron Chef, Virtual Army, d Lord Kynes, Hammerhead, Regis, Jayberg, Shady Pines, Big Shake, Slowbot, Auto Obsession, It's Hunter, Gigora, Vagabond, Ren, Susie, June Bree, Katana, Hank, A, DJ Gur, MC101, Late Nighter, Lightbulb, Louis P, Zalvinar, Zinfri, Deathhammer, Stormbringer, Bills Mafia, Bayonetta, Darkside, Grog, Thorn, Archangel, Smoke Mohawk, Jetski, Jason, Captain Jack, UPS Man, Archer, Yusuke, Arian, a Professor, Captain Oblivious, and Honey JDs, Steve, Raxnar, Liam, and Dominus, Casey Jones, DJs, Eats, Pips, Captain Corliff, Chronic Break, This Fella, Jesus Christ, Joe, K92, Darth Adama, Sir Tail, General Chaos, Warren A, Fox, Judge Cran, uh, G Force, Bamankus, Magatron, Captain Q, Just Playing Garrett, Came Jr., Admiral, In Water, Cha Cha Roar, Scarlet Hawk, Looser, Kendall, Bubba Joe, Will PVP, your butt. <laughs> Thank you, IJ. Seven of Nine, Tachyx, Jagged, Never Go Full Tilly, Blue Mandalorian, Noxus, Accipiter, Fermax, Dr. Link, Clueless One, Schizoido, and Likes a Bath. Thank you guys for sponsoring. Talking Trek at a level of $10 or more. Talking Trek is a registered trademark and recorded in front of a live studio audience for distribution across podcast platforms everywhere. I am indeed your friendly neighborhood cat person saying meow for now. Love you, mean it. We will catch you on the next one. Good night, everybody. Meow, meow, meow.